0: We can turn on the stress response just by thought alone. We can think about our problems and turn on those chemicals. That means then our thoughts could make us sick. So if it's possible that our thoughts could make us sick, is it possible then our thoughts could make
1: us well? And the answer is absolutely yes.
0: You're listening to the Weekly Call Podcast with Austin, Hammer, and John. Welcome. It's enormously important that you do have the right friends if they make you a better person than you otherwise would be that's the ultimate gift it deals for the most part with success it deals with people who you started your life off with and what success does to them people look at you strange saying you changed, like you worked that hard to stay the same like you're doing all this for a reason remind yourself this fight that you're in this is what will make you stronger Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Call. We've got myself, Austin, Elmer, Quebec, Gabe in Wakefield, Quebec, John in Kelowna, BC, Ammer in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, gentlemen, how we doing? Ammer, you and I just together in Ottawa for Patrice's wedding. That was oh, a yeah. fun time.
2: Pistol Pete, good guy. By the way, oh, Patrick Lalonde we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Patty... 160 people, extremely organized wedding. I mean, just to give you a context of how detail-oriented it was, I'll give you two pieces of information. Number one, your name tag card was handmade for every single person. Caitlin sat there for two days using, I don't know what machine she used, but, like, she created it by hand. It's
0: called and, a cricket.
2: Yeah, that one. And then the when, to figure out where you're sitting, like, on the tables, they bought like a mirror from like the 1800s or the 1980s or something. One or the other. And they put the seating arrangement on that mirror. That's all I need to know. It's it was like an ridiculous. old
0: Victorian mirror. It weighs it like 200 ridiculous. pounds. Yeah. Ridiculously detailed. The aesthetics were just on fire for sure. Yeah. yeah definitely. Gabe is- was also dripping in a burgundy suit. Oh, yeah. Nonchalantly. Yeah. Gabe was yes. looking like
2: a straight pimp.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really fun time. Um, and, uh, I emceed the wedding and definitely had a blast doing so. It was fun. Yeah. Austin
2: uh, did fantastically.
0: Oh, thanks, man. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, definitely a, a bimodal group of people, right? There was like the student works people and the non-student works people. So, um, yeah, really fun. Student works weddings are fun. It's like a big reunion, you know? It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um
3: yeah, I could
4: definitely see Pat as someone who would have like just a huge wedding just cuz you know he's coached so many people and things
0: like that. 100%. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And like he's been there for what is it now, 10 years? No, more. 13 years. 13 years. Yeah, he yeah. started I think it was 2010. So like there's just so many waves and cohorts of people, you know. Um so yeah, so so fun. So fun. Um, John yours is next or me and you are 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 you and I I should say are next up next year.
4: No, Matt
0: Well, I mean just us three, you know like between
4: yeah, I'm up between the three of us. Yeah, I'm I'm next. Um, Matt who Andrews Andrews.
0: Oh cool. Well, you're you guys are both going. I'm not (laughs) (laughs) You didn't put enough money yeah i didn't i, I, yeah. I, was, I, was I wasn't say, a big yeah, enough shareholder i was going say
4: just just a little mm-hmm. bit more of an investment and you could have got yeah <laughs> i know I wonder, I
0: wonder i wonder what the dollars co- below the minimum i wonder what the cutoff was
4: no i i oh i i like i actually have a lot of conversations with matt like, yeah no same. for sure it has saying, nothing
0: yeah, to do with I, financials yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he I, would I, probably I, be I, the first to say it. when's his wedding september september of this year yeah sick
4: actually well i think so i think uh I actually just booked my hotel for that weekend um, prior um, because Amra, you're coming to the boat cruise this year, right?
2: I'm not sure. Corey and Jordan haven't confirmed yet, but uh, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Well, you but can I be was my t- plus one. What about Trisha?
4: She's not going to come. <laughs> what about Brady? Uh, well, yeah. You can be my plus two. <laughs> 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 I I would love to be
2: there. I'd love to be at the Bob. I'd love to hang out with you. And I want to make sure it's done in integrity. So all my, I can. It's in integrity, ready?
4: dude. If I invite you, it's in integrity. <laughs> okay. <Doctor. laughs>
2: all right. All right. I'm down. Um, I'll be there.
4: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah you should come uh, come to Kelowna. Uh, or no, no, it's easier for you uh, in Vancouver. But yeah, Brady will pick you up.
2: Uh yeah man, I'm down.
0: Yeah. So John, did you actually confirm a date? We could probably have this conversation off uh, off the podcast, but uh, yeah, I'm
4: not going to say a date on the podcast and then.
0: But it, is like, it yes? It, you have
4: it? Uh, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, so yo, some stuff I will actually uh, this c- situation just happened today, and I wanted your opinion on it. So I think I've conf- I think I committed a uh, like a, a like moral fraud as a, as a business owner. Okay? Moral fraud. No, yeah. <laughs> I would I don't even know what to call it. I would just say like I conflated things unnecessarily. That's what happened. So uh we offer financial services to people to when, when they when they uh sign up to get their roof done by uh, us, know, right? I know where this is going. Uh, man. No, I this has nothing this to scary. do with the morality around financing. Please. This has wow, not nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you Shame. do? Guess. Let's see if you're right. Guess.
2: No, I'm no, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. No skin no in the game for John. I have out no clue. Yeah.
0: So uh, I just want to know if you, cause you both work with people that sell with you or sell for you in your business and Gabe and I have an existing relationship outside of that. Right. And I, I think you guys do with your salespeople as well. My understanding it's not, it doesn't run as deep. Uh, so I just wanted your, your thoughts on this. So there's promotions that we offer depending on the time of the year. Uh, it happened to be changing over promotion happened to be changing over on July 1. So uh, essentially we were going from a nine month deferral, no payments, no interest to a six month deferral, no payments, no interest. Okay. So anyone that got approved before July one got approved at the promotional pricing and they could get their project done anytime after that. They just had to be approved before July one. Right. So we were back and forth with this one client about Getting his roof done and also what terms and conditions he would want because he chose to finance the project. We actually agreed to something or it was Gabe's client. So Gabe agreed to something with them and got everything set up, contract signed, put the job in the schedule, chose colors, chose dates and just had like a like a like a mind blank and just forgot to select the nine month promotion in the portal. Attached to that client's project so that by the time we went to produce the project after July 1, it wasn't a, that that promotion wasn't attached to his pricing and, and, and it's gone, right? Because we, we finance with an external company. It's like if something was on sale and then you try to go back afterwards and you're just like, hey, can I get this? They're like, no, the sale ended. You know what I mean? So um, and on a project that's like, you know, a twenty five thousand dollar project, you know, a swing of, let's say, like two or three percent is actually pretty important, Right. And so um, I realized this today because there's a bunch of things going on. Mark's on a 10 day vacation. I'm managing production. Gabe's doing a lot more sales. So we're also kind of getting tested as a team without Mark, which is honestly kind of an interesting thing in and of itself. Definitely realizing how good Mark is at his job. Um, And uh, so as this progressed, I was like, okay. I was just about to send the client like the, cause we're finished the project and everything's done well. So I was just going to send him like the re, re, the release of funds request. And I realized that it's the wrong promotion and he's expecting the nine month deferral when we're giving him like a three or a six month deferral and we can't get the old pricing back. So I call Gabe and I'm like, Hey, what, what happened? And he's like, Holy shit. Like I must've just forgotten to do that. That's crazy. Like, I can't believe I did that. And the conversation went down the path of like, well, what do you want to do? Right? Like, Should we have the conversation with the client to try to see if they would rather, um, if they're okay with you know changing their their terms, or do we just eat it? And if we eat it, how do we eat it? Right? Because this was Gabe's client, Gabe's project, Gabe's negotiation, everything. And the gist of the conversation that Gabe and I had was that, well, it was something to the effect of, oh man, that's terrible. Wow, I must have made that mistake. So how do you want to do this? Like, what do you think is fair? And my response was, I don't know. What do you think is fair? And his response was, well, why don't you want to like, do you just want to split it, right? Do you want to split the difference? Like on oh, his commission and, and, our, and the net profit. Sorry, what so are you guys
4: eating? What's the, what cost are you guys eating here?
0: Sorry. A 3% cost. Why is there a 3% cost? Because we didn't get the promotion attached to the product.
2: $750. Okay.
0: <clears throat> so it's like if someone, John, you book a roof with us. We sign you up, like, let's say you want to finance the project. We get you approved at the estimate. You're signed up to produce it, right? So we can come and produce it any time that year o- on the signed financing terms. Yeah. If you called us back and said, Hey, actually, I'd rather, you know, we like, they're like, Hey, actually, I want to finance the project. Okay, hey, we're going to go back and get you approved. And they're like, actually, I want a nine month deferral. If you say, actually, I want a nine month deferral. And then we don't put that on your approval. Well, these promotion pricing so change all to, the time. You guys
4: have to, you guys have to eat the the three month referral difference in cost.
0: Yeah, because like once we get you approved on a promotion, the promotion no, I get stays that part of it, locked. I'm just saying okay. the part yeah, you exactly. have
4: to eat is the three month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct.
0: Yeah. So there's essentially a like a $750 cost, right? So I was like, fuck, that's really like crappy. Um. So I just had a conversation with Gabriel. I was like, yo, like, what do you want to do about this? And he's like, well, what do you think is fair? And I was just like, man, like. I said something I essentially responded with, well, like, I don't appreciate how you just jump to like, hey, let's split the difference and not acknowledge any of the impacts. Right. Like it was like, hey, well, I don't think it would be because his commission was around that much. So he's like, well, I don't think it's fair to not get paid at all for the work I did. So I think, therefore, it's fair to split the cost between you and me. And my response was, well, actually, for me, it's it's I'm realizing morally for myself, it's actually really not about the money. It's actually just more about like someone acknowledging their wrongdoing or their impacts and just coming full circle to say, hey, I realized that like I made a mistake that impacts the business's net margin. That's totally on me. And I understand that, like, you know, that's going to impact you way more than it's going to impact me under our current structure. And so I just wanted to formally apologize and make sure that we're on the same page here, that this will never happen again and make it known that that person understands the impacts. But I didn't feel like that was understood. So essentially I just said, man, like that, I just shared my thoughts on that. I was like, I I think that that, you know, that bothered, that doesn't sit well with me essentially is what I said. And then I realized after, and then the conversation ended. And then I realized after the conversation, I don't think I would have actually gone down that pathway (coughs) with someone who was like merely like, for lack of a better term, like just a sales rep, right? Like if it was just, some guy that I hired off of indeed. And I was like, Hey, like these are the, like, and you know, it brings in a couple of roofs a month and generally a good person. I'd be like, yeah, man, like I'd expect that person to make mistakes. And therefore I wouldn't really be like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the cost of doing business. I wouldn't hold that person to that standard, but I realized that like, I think I may have let like my relationship Prior with Gabe, personal and business, kind of conflate and hold him to a standard that's not really fair, considering that he is actually, um, you know, a sales rep and responsible. For, like, I'm, I'm see how I'm just like, there's a battle there with like, am I holding yeah, him to a standard that's like not that. really?
4: I think, um, I think that uh, there's an ace or rem- there's a bit of an asymmetry to the situation in the sense that like the the cost of seven hundred fifty dollars. Uh, to Gabe is more significant to his finances than it probably is to yours. So for that reason, you know, it would be a fairly good, I would say, just kind of a gentleman shake of saying, "Hey man, you know what? Mistakes are made. I'll eat the cost in this. Just don't let it happen again," kind of thing. And you can just kind of rub it off, right?
0: Um, no, of course, and and yeah. and that's what I'm fully prepared to do. I, the only the only problem I had with that is that I didn't sense that the that Gabe actually felt. Like Gabe didn't communicate that he understood the impacts on me. He was just looking to save as much money for himself. But did you really feel the need? I mean, like I'll give
4: you an example. Like recent, like you know, like in in the month of May, Brady uh, had booked a few different projects that were not uh, booked accordingly because they required lift work. But he didn't actually have lifts, and so we spent approximately four thousand dollars in the month of May on lifts with no offsetting revenue. Right. So we just, we just have $4,000 less in money. I don't even know if we even just, I mean, we discussed how, like, Hey, like, you know, what, how can you, you know, better, you know, what systems can you change? so You can identify these, you know, whatever. But I never, like, I I can't relate to feeling like, I can't relate to the, the like wanting Brady to like acknowledge the impacts. I mean, the impacts are already there, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, like a delayed, um, scheduling, um, it delayed. Yeah, because I guess you know, that, that there's yeah. So there's
0: impacts. <clears throat> That's my question though: is that when that convers when when that got realized by you or Brady, however that came about, mm-hmm. do you think that it would have made for a better conversation between both of you if Brady would have led with acknowledging that he had made a mistake and that there are numerous impacts that impact your bottom line and that he's committed to not doing that again through X, Y, and Z? Right, like it would instead of him just going hey john like i made a mistake is this okay like you know i don't have to pay for anything like so well his incentive
4: it, it, structure it, it cost him money just due to the way that he's paid but um
0: right like so, so
4: so like but i mean but so i mean that's just like like for example like when i like it might actually call more into question of just how you're paying gabe right i mean if you're paying him a, a commission with no profit sharing then maybe that's where the committed a sin right brady didn't have to explain any of the impacts because the impact was felt in his wallet
0: <laughs> yeah well that's it right. so i pay gabe a base salary plus commission which is just a percentage of revenue so it is nothing to do yeah with whereas
4: brady share. i mean brady's a bit different than a normal sales rep but like i mean but like uh the sales rep model that i was going down was um uh yeah commission with with uh a, a profit share based on the profitability of his jobs right and so mm. you know because so he's doing it and yeah it even jocelyn in. and noah like like Okay, no, cool. Like, I mean, they, they can run things as inefficiently as they want, but unless they get below a certain efficiency ratio or reverse margin, then they don't get a bonus. So, I mean, like, by all means, if you guys want to, you know, fuck around and find out, then, you know, by all means. But, like, I, I don't know, like I. No, but, I mean, I can discuss... I mean, like, every two weeks we discuss the, the impacts of... of find out. Well, no, but, I mean, when, you know, no, I get it, stupid games silly, I win get silly it. prizes, right? But it's... I you know, just wasn't
0: expecting you to say that.
4: No, but it's just... <laughs> um, <laughs> but so i mean i just I picture your I,
0: team meetings with you with the graph you know you're like here's the fuck around and there's how you find out you know they're like okay well <laughs> I, I, I,
4: well i don't understand what you're talking about
0: oh you haven't seen the video of like the fuck around and find out guy no okay well anyway we could probably pull it up but like, I, didn't,
4: I didn't even know where that was
0: from oh okay anyway can it's I jump, funny can
1: i uh sure in? yeah of course yeah um Yeah, I think, like, the part that I guess confuses me still a little bit, too, is that, like, this notion of, like, not acknowledging the impacts. Like, I didn't say it in exactly the words that you spoke, but my immediate, like, when you said that, it was like, oh, shit. Like, when I realized that that was going to cost us an extra three points, like, that's an acknowledgement of the impact. Right, like uh, I say, us oh, is going to cost like the company an extra three points. Like to me, that was an acknowledgement of the impact, and saying like this mistake that I did is going to cost seven hundred and fifty dollars. Or like whatever I mean, fair enough. Is, if I right? if, if like, I look at it kind kind from of... your
0: point of view, I could see it for sure how that would feel like you're acknowledging the impacts. But it like if I were to flip that scenario back on you and just say like I'm driving your car down the road, you're in the passenger seat. I wrap your car around a telephone pole and I'm just like, oh shit, that's like at least 20 grand.
2: Yeah. yeah.
4: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I, I, I,
2: I do, I do yeah. sense something and I've actually experienced this personally. Can I offer yeah, some feedback yeah, Amber, here, Austin? Go ahead. Yeah. So this is an effect you have to be aware of, I think, as a coach. Cause I know I've committed
0: some sort of like, so here it is. Oh, it's oh not so you
4: are aware of that? You that you okay? Yeah, because I, I thought you were trying to like defend this. I'm like, I don't no, know. My man. whole
0: conversation was that like yeah, yeah, I yeah. started off by saying awesome. moral fraud or something. Oh, okay,
4: could, yeah, okay, because yeah, I, I'm yeah, okay, I'm totally in agreement with I'm you. I'm trying though, to but.
0: communicate like where I was coming from as best as possible, but after digesting it more, I'm like, fuck, like there's something I committed here. I'm not sure what it is. That's yeah, why I'm bringing yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. So well, maybe I, Amber I
2: I found that when you. Like as we're growing our businesses, there's certain structures and systems and procedures that we follow that has helped us get to where we are today. One of which is when something's out of integrity, we like to acknowledge the impacts. Now, it can be very easy to forget why we do such things. Like the reason you'd want somebody to acknowledge impact is so that you're both on the same page around like the implicit and explicit costs of that decision. Yeah, exactly. That's why we follow that structure. However, I found myself being dogmatic about the structure itself versus the desired outcome.
0: So So you were thinking like you were like more just like, okay, this happened. I need to follow this structure regardless of how it sounds or feels. Correct.
2: Your desired outcome is that Gabe internalizes the impacts on the business, the customer, Austin and everybody else. That's your desired outcome. That's the whole reason you want to hear him say the impacts is so that you can actually get and be able to recreate the understanding that Gabe has gone through through this new like feedback that he's received. He's done an action. There's a piece of feedback. You want to make sure that he internalizes that feedback as negative. That's why we acknowledge impact. And so... If you if, if I've worked a lot with like Joe, for example, and Joe makes up makes a mistake and I see his face and it kind of turns white and he's like, holy shit. And I like trying to backtrack. I don't need him to acknowledge the impact. I know that he got it, that he doesn't want more of that. So as his manager, as his coach, I want to like get the right
1: growth. Yeah, man, like my stomach was like fell through the floor exactly. when I found out about that. Like, exactly you don't have to worry about me acknowledging the impacts because oftentimes oftentimes i like because of our personal relationship i care deeply about how like i do care deeply about mm-hmm. the bottom line um because it's your bottom line it's how you get paid and like i you know you've, you've given me this amazing opportunity so like i i do care deeply about that like if i come out of a sale and i have negotiated for a while and have to make a you know call you to authorize a discount you know and it's like we get the job and, and, and like I still feel like I'm like, oh man, like I know that that's an impact. You know, I know there's an impact on that, right? So, yeah. like, um, and it sits with yeah, me for where a little bit. There's a certain bit.
4: amount of goodwill too, right? Because um, there's there certain individuals in your life that I think that have just earned the, you know, the you call it privilege or right or whatever, but you know, um, that don't necessarily need to, you know, speak in a very formalized, structured way. You know, every so, so time, like you can. Give so them is
0: what I did
4: leash on it, right?
0: Yeah, I yeah. think what I did was essentially have a pretty unrealistic set of criteria of what needed to be said in a specific way in order for it to like check a box in my head. Cause Correct. Like, yeah. I, I want to get really clear is that it's really not about the money. We're talking about like an amazing relationship that Gabe and I have. We really love working together and I would never want to change that sure. for the world. It was really just the, what I sensed was that there was, very, very little acknowledgement of what had happened on his end on the business verbally. Yeah. But I
4: I would say that honestly though, Austin, like I would say that that's more of a you issue. Like, well, that's it. That's what I'm
0: saying is that like, it could be right.
4: You know what I mean? Like if I felt like uh, Brady, which wasn't the case at all, but if, but if I felt like Brady was like dismissive of the fact that like, he like, you know, you know, I'd be like, Hey Brady, I just want to check in there. Like, you know, that lift thing that we discussed you know it, it doesn't really seem like you've that you cared or that like you know and it just that, that makes you know that makes me feel this way like you know the, the impacts are this like am i am i reading to this wrong and then he'd be like oh no 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 like i i definitely like, felt bad and like i you know here's what i'm doing to change whatever right so you know
0: mm. yeah
2: yeah but I think, I, it, I it seems to like to me, had, yeah,
0: i would say like we had somewhat of an iteration of that conversation but it was definitely more like it it wasn't like, hey, just checking in. It was more like, hey, check yourself. Well, well so, I know, but
4: it's kind of strange, though, that like you like basically you had some sort of expectation of how he should respond. But like, that's not um, that's fair. not like well, it's <laughs> well, it's not fair in the sense that like, I, I mean, there's many reasons why someone may not, you know, like, like, for example, it's not my default to to use the words restore integrity and things like that, right? Like, I think I can just, you know, there's this, you know, my way of using is, hey, my, my bad, you know, or whatever, right? But so yeah. there's a certain terminology. I mean, oh, shit, I think qualifies for, like, hey, I made a mistake, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. exactly.
2: Like when, when yeah. like, Gabe joined the meeting four minutes late, and I was, and then just randomly when there was a break in silence, I was like, yo, Gabe, and I, that's all I had to say, and he, and then he immediately acknowledged he was late, and then I was good. I just wanted to make sure that he knew that he was a form, That's all I wanted. And I just couldn't see his face or anything. So I just did a check-in. I didn't have to go mm-hmm. through the whole process of all yeah. that. I got that he got it. And then that was it. So when I identified this in myself, the way I was able to call myself out is this is actually a form of laziness where in, at least in my opinion, is that if I need to go through, if I've already can achieve the desired outcome of having the other person just acknowledge and understand and adapt. If I just want to default to the structure, then maybe I haven't been paying close attention of like that person's behavioral patterns when they do experience guilt and understanding. Maybe I haven't been listening as clearly or I've been dismissive Mm -hmm. or I've been emotionally lazy or numb to like actually be present and feel what he felt and and apply some empathy. Those are just all things that I can use to like, basically say what john has said which is you can shortcut all these things by just being present and and using the history that you have with that person to know that hey it just clicked when you said the word
0: yeah when you said the word empathy i just realized what i what, what the mistake is gabe on the phone to you i said that
4: well, and it's over the phone too. I just realized that that's also yeah. a huge communication barrier. You didn't see any For sure. of the uh, physical exactly. reaction or that's a point. I mean, you made so many assumptions based on the. Yeah. Also, another thing that I'm just going to make an assumption on too, which maybe correct me if I'm wrong. It sounded like when you called Gabe, it sounded like you were not like in the in a very good mindset. It sounded like you were actually quite upset about it. You were
0: coming I, from a clean slate. Gabe, did you sense that before I brought it up that I was upset? I personally didn't feel like no. I was, I was actually checking to see that because I didn't know if it was
1: Yeah, because the, right. the weird, the weird part is that I had originally signed this guy up for a three month deferral on part of the project. And then we changed the price of the job because he was going to do a nine month deferral on the whole project. So the price went up, I changed the price on the financing, but I didn't change the offer to the nine months, which is where this whole problem arose from. Um, and so like, I think Austin was just checking on that. And I we were kind of like figuring it out as we went along. And as soon as it clicked, it was like, Oh shit. Um, I was like, oh fuck, like that. That was a, uh, that's, that's going to cost us some money there for sure. Um, so, so yeah, like, and in my head, because like I, I, I did the math in my head, I was like, that's 750 bucks. And I was like, doing the math, or it seemed like it was more than that at the moment or whatever. But I just, in, the, in my head, I'm like, well, I made the mistake. So the accountable, thing to do, I guess, would be to, you know, like take all of that on myself, which then made me like kind of I was like, oh, that really sucks because that's pretty much all the commission or most of it. And uh, and then like and then I was like, well, okay, maybe, maybe like I but then I that was toying with the idea of like, well, I still feel like I should get some commission on this because that's most of my income is commission. So like I feel like I should get something because it's still a book job and the company's still making money on it. And that's kind of also awesome. The other thing too, and I wonder if you would have actually done this differently if I had not been like who I am and our relationship together. (laughs) When an employee asks, like I said, like, okay, well then what do you feel is fair? And then you asked me what I feel is fair. I was like, man, that just puts me in like a really, because like not only are you my boss, but you're also my friend. So then to have me have to make the decision as to then say like what i think is fair in this instance i was just no, like no i oh, i man, get it. i put this i did put, put you a in really a tough spot, tough spot and i wanted in, that, in, that in a way i
0: wanted to see what you would say like i wanted to know mentally where you were at right if you were going to say hey i think that you should pay for the whole thing and i get paid the same amount that you should pay a part and i should pay a part or whether you were going to pay the you were going to propose to pay the whole part given that it was like objectively speaking it was your mistake you know um I don't like. I mean, I, I get that putting you in that position is not easy, but I I was genuinely curious to what you were going to say. Now, I, I just honestly though, like I I just because I mean, like
4: l- like unless you had a structure in place where he has profit sharing, you just have to eat the cost. Like no, that's I just, know. You know what I mean, like, no, but I know. what I realized after and... I pay painters hourly, right? Plus profit sharing. So if they make a mistake, I pull it from their profit sharing. That's not like some sort of weird like like me being a cruel boss, it's no. like, no, man, no, no I, I 100% could, you know. get it. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're paying a guy like, base plus commission, he's not, I mean, he has no, I mean, he has no obligation to book anything other than just jobs for you. Right. So, I mean, I don't, yeah, no, I
3: like, and that's yeah, what no, I, but realized no, I know.
4: But, but, but given that structure though, it is an inappropriate question to ask someone, Hey man, like, what do you
0: think should happen here? Okay. So there was that, that's a good point. I didn't That's an inappropriate that question connection. to ask yeah. given the, yeah. the structure.
4: I didn't even have to ask Brady because his structure just inherently already had that built into place. I didn't even have to fucking say anything.
2: Because Austin, what you really wanted to say is Gabe, I'm unclear on how responsible you feel. And all Pretty you really, much, that's, that's all exactly you were trying it. to do. But yeah. for some reason you just didn't. And then that's okay. But that's what you mm-hmm. were trying to ask. You're trying to ask, Hey Gabe, how responsible do you feel? And you yeah. wanted to hear 100%. Yes. That's what you wanted. But, but you that's chose- also a
0: side of me that like, yeah, but it's a, that's a weird, that I, almost ego yeah. play or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It's, there's a bit of ego in that, too, right? Like, I need to hear that you're 100% responsible for this. It's like, well, uh, are, is he, though? I mean, like, yeah, it's all, like know, John it's said, weird, it's also yeah. my, it's also the comp plan that I signed him to, et cetera. But something did click for me, Amber, when you said empathy. Empathy, empathy, dude. Okay, Am, or uh, Gabe, on the phone, I said, um, it, it, I said something to you to the effect of when you come at this conversation, from a lens of trying to just protect your own financial earnings as your primary desire, instead of just having an open conversation about the impacts. It, it doesn't le- it doesn't resonate well with me because we're trying to figure out a solution. Right. And what I realized is that I was asking you to be, um, like for you to acknowledge that there's financial impacts on me. And I was like trying to get you to not operate in a scarcity mindset around money. But I was essentially looking for a very specific level of empathy from you, right? So I had, like, this unrealistic expectation of how much empathy you were supposed to exude. But yeah, it, it you was basically, also like,
4: yeah, you basically had an expectation but, for him. And then when he didn't live up to it, you were like, oh, you're wrong for not living up to this expectation. It's that's, like, the, I mean, that's, that's, that's the, the fraud, yeah. And on top of it, too, you were also making him morally wrong uh, for not taking uh, financial responsibility for something that's completely outside the scope of your your business arrangement, right? Yeah, man.
0: No, that, that's it. Yeah. It was almost Which like... why
4: I suspected that there was some emotion there because, I mean, it, it's hard to believe that someone who's, like, fully present... Well, there was a like, lot going on because you know, I was like... This no, is- no but take a your you're also... You're probably already frazzled because of, you know, there's probably production issues and Mark's not there and, like, you're already in, like, the state of mind where exactly. you're already, like... You know, and yeah. then you're like, oh, just one more fucking thing. Hey, you know, and everyone's out the fucking <laughs> head now, you know? you know?
0: Not quite, but I mean, some. The but awesome. shit baby. going on, right?
2: Awesome, because you're so advanced, there's just opportunities here for, like, some advanced feedback. There's also, like, the... Uh, no, no, hold on. Do we, uh, there, I, want, advanced... I want it all. Don't, no, no, is there don't, advanced don't,
0: feedback? Don't conflate my tires. Just give me feedback. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. It's just uh, you're 100% responsible for the way Gabe reacted. You have created an environment in your relationship where he didn't feel comfortable expressing his discomfort and was like, I want to say 100%, but he's put me in the spot. So I'm just going to say 50-50, not because I think it's 50-50, but because I just want to be removed from this situation.
4: Is there a world where I can authentically ask someone that question, though, to avoid this from happening, you know, like...
0: Pardon? Yeah, this client just <laughs> broke the systems because they like no one had ever renegotiated on a financial promotion after the signing day. Like, I gave, I don't know, I don't know if you remember any other. No, that's yeah, the first so maybe, time.
4: Maybe yeah. all that needs to happen then is that there just needs to be like one, like seven days prior to any promotion ending, there just needs to be a full review of any outstanding orders. No, sure 100%. No yeah, I mean, that's and, a and, and that's what we yeah. learned. Yeah. Hold on. Something I noticed there, because I don't want to linger too much on the moral side. I think we got all that checked out. Yeah. Is uh, why the hell do you not have two operations managers?
0: Two, like two. I do. I do have two operations managers. There's just one. Well, I would say it's not like 50 50. Well, because you have Jocelyn and Noah, right? Yeah. Would you say it's 50 50? Or is Jocelyn like.
4: If Jocelyn was gone, Noah would take over 100%. If Noah was gone, Jocelyn would take over
0: 100%. So that's honestly a fault of mine, but I also have. Uh, yeah, anyway, open to a feedback here, but Mark, well, there's more a structural structured. weakness. It is. Um, I'm just saying if you were a
4: bridge, I know which post. It's I'd tailored.
0: Bought. It's tailored to someone's, <laughs> it's tailored to someone's skill set. Right. So.
3: <laughs>
0: and wow. roofing, especially, especially with the, lo- the area we serve.
3: <laughs> like, It's so Christ. funny about that. It's not that funny. Well, it's just like
0: a really weird analogy. I've never that heard if that if, in my life. Yeah. It's if, so if, good. if, your business was <laughs> a bridge. I know which one you'd bomb. Like fuck. No, 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 no. I, I said whatever. if
4: you're a bridge, I know which post I would bomb. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like the weakest what? one or like yeah, the, yeah. the, the linchpin, you know.
0: Yeah. Um because of the area, the geographic area that we serve, uh there's a lot of driving that's needed. Yeah, I get it. Between crews. So it's better to have a a uh, lower salary with someone who understands the technicalities, literally just driving a cube van, essentially like a mobile roof store, a roof mart to like if you're running a big enough business, it actually makes economic sense to do that. Um, and then have a production coordinator who's doing all the ordering, scheduling, quality checks and final inspections. Um, and that's what we have. But when you lose that production coordinator and you're relying on your field supervisor or your driver. um, which is what's going on, who's a great guy and I love working with him, but him and I are stringing it together and it, and it works. Uh, it's just obviously taking up more of my time as, as such, right? So Not he, fair play. Th- but, but, but at the same time, I, I, I could see a world where this guy also does. He's trained on production orders, scheduling and all the stuff that Mark's was doing that now I'm having to do. He could have been trained on that ahead of time easily. So it, it, it was uh, just something we didn't do missed opportunity but no I, i'm glad i brought this up because i knew it was something and i want i knew you guys would would bring it up so uh mm. gabe i want to acknowledge the impacts with you because i sense that after the conversation that we had it probably just left you in a bit of a mental pretzel as it did with me by the way i don't think that accomplished anything in my it opinion will. We will yeah it
1: definitely was like lingering
0: yeah so make out after the podcast <laughs> yeah for sure um And uh, yeah, I just wanted to 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 say to you, like, hey, like, I I don't really sense that when we talked when I spoke to you that way, that it really it just didn't get us anywhere. And I kind of put my reality onto you, which which I commit to not not doing again.
4: I'm just going to say right now, we have a really rare opportunity. Do you know, like when you're watching like a like a chick flick and then it gets to that part right at the end where like everyone's like, ah, you know, like we could just you guys could just do this off camera for sure.
0: (laughs) That really bothered you that I had to say that sentence, eh, John. You couldn't just let me get it out. We could move on.
4: No, no. I, I, it's like my least favorite part of a chick flick
0: is like the the raunchy part at the end when they all like they like. Is when I is when I had to say something nice to Gabe that bothered you.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks, John.
4: It, well, just hold on. I, I just hold on. I, I'll just point it out. The reason why I'm saying this is because when we started the podcast, you said it was going to take 10 to 12 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, and here we are, like almost 40 minutes in you know or you know or 35 minutes we're, in, about, we're still talking about it that, that's why i was saying like like you were you were like doubling a lot of time that we had talked about for that conversation and yet you were still kind of trying to like you know like keep it going if you know what i mean that's that that was just that was where i was coming from
0: yeah i mean i feel like we could get into this as a separate conversation but you trying to put a time cap on what i'm trying to cover like no, but you it, did, it, he, he no, 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 no. Bad no. Bad.
4: Hold on. No, no. You put the time cap. I asked yeah, you yeah, how yeah. long would it take? I did not do that. Right. You, but I, I asked I, you. I, I'm no, no, no. I'm, I'm trying, accepting that. I'm not going to accept that premise. I but I'm saying, saying the last said, sentence of what take? I'm trying to say. And you're trying no, no, to no, cut no, Austin, off. Austin, I was trying to cut you off multiple times by changing the subjects. Like you didn't clue into that. I'm saying at the beginning of the podcast, I asked you how long would it take? Like you had already known going into it that I was already time sensitive for this entire podcast. And yet you continued to go on with it. That's what I'm saying. I did not put a time cap. You did.
0: Right. Fair enough. I feel like we don't really try to time cap a lot of our conversations.
3: I know, but we did on this one, though. I
0: guess I, I, I didn't appreciate the original question.
4: What was the original question?
0: Me, me saying, hey, I want to talk about X. Yeah. And then you saying, well, how long do you think it's going to take? That was not as if. Idea.
4: No, that was that was no, your original question. No, it was not. Question. My original question was, "Do you think it's a good quality conversation?" And you said yes, and I said, "How long okay. do you think it's going to take?" And then you said, 10 to fifteen minutes." I said, "Done." Okay. Your
0: second question was, "How long do you think it's going to take?"
4: Yeah, because I have an out, and I and I explained that. I said, "Hey, like I have to, I have to get out of here." You know, no, hour, fair enough, minutes. man. I know you
0: have an out, and and when you have yeah. to go, you have to go, right? But I guess me saying, "Hey, I want to talk about X," and then you saying. What do you think it's a good conversation? And then how long do you think it's going to take? Yeah. When you said that, what I heard was. And eh, it doesn't really sound that interesting, so let's try to keep it short. Yeah, that's because exactly I have what something I meant.
4: that is exactly what I meant.
0: Well, I, I don't appreciate. Yeah.
4: That. What, what, do you, what do you not appreciate me having concerns about our listeners' attention spans? Like, like, the because way was when you when you that. show
0: up to a podcast, which you have yeah. in the past. And you, yeah. if you're like, Hey, I want to talk about X, or if you shared, let's say what you wanted yeah. to talk about, my personal opinion in the moment has no bearing on what you are actually going to deliver to listeners. Cause I don't, I don't know. Like Austin,
4: just like, I I see where you're coming from, but I, I really don't, I, I don't think it is it is what you appear? So basically put it this way. When someone asks me, can we have a conversation on the podcast that instantly says to me that they have doubts about the integrity of the conversation? Like, like I've
0: never had it. Like. Wait, no, no. I I asked Gabe if he would be okay with it. Yeah,
1: that's he asked me if I would be because I'm not usually because he's here and I'm talking about a conversation. Yeah, well, then it's just
4: a simple communication. I thought you were asking me, hey, like, like, can we have this conversation on the podcast? And I was like, well, is it a good quality conversation? Like, it's just me just mishearing you then. Like, I thought you asked me, can I have this conversation on the podcast? And I thought so that's why that's why my natural question was, well, is it a good quality conversation? (laughs) That's all that happened there. Just it literally just, I thought you were directing a question to me and hmm. then I answered okay. it. Okay. I totally yeah, that's all up. that is. Yeah. So, my okay. You no, know, I mean, if you were asking Dave yeah, if you could have a conversation on the podcast, yeah. Well, it was
0: just because so it different. was like, I would say, like a somewhat like, well, I just wanted his, his consent that he was okay with me bringing this up because it's like a conversation that we had in private. Look okay. it. So. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we
4: might as well have, I mean, we might as well have, our, and we might as well just indulge in this conversation. I do have, I mean, I'll just a open concern of mine is that in general, you and gabe both tend to be individuals that indulge in conversations like like they're very prolonged like the way that both of you guys speak which this is not news to either of you i'm not this is not i'm not trying to insult you or something like that but like you're aware and i'm sure that gabe's aware you guys both tend to be individuals that drag conversation out to some degree and i'm not saying like drag it out in some sort of like just terrible like you know but but it's a it's a trait of yours and we've talked about it right and so there was some hesitation on my end of there being an unknown conversation with me having a restraint with two individuals that both are known to have prolonged conversations. So there was already on my end, like, fuck, this might be a 45, like it is a 45 minute. I mean, this did turn into a 45 minute thing. So there was, yeah, I guess actually, John, like my greatest fear did actually happen, right? Which yeah. So we when you're telling me a very simple but, conversation for 45 minutes, which is what ended up happening. So there was, do you,
0: yeah. Do you think that when you ask the question of how long do you think it's going to take? Yeah. Would you want to be asked that
3: question about something that you want to talk about?
4: I don't see why it would fucking matter. Like what like, what like like what would like what what would that change for me? Like if you asked me Well, like, if you
0: came to the podcast and yeah. I said and you said, "Hey, I want to talk to you about X." And I said, "Okay, how long is it going to take?" And then you said you know, 20 minutes or 15 minutes and then it took 40 minutes and towards the end of what you're saying, I cut you off to try to wrap it up and then cite that. In fact, you said it was going to be shorter than it was, even though I have no new topic to necessarily talk about. I just want to I just want you to stop. I, I don't see a world where John would be
3: content with that. I disagree completely. Hmm.
0: Well, I, I just don't... I, yeah, I, just, I, don't I, I, may, I do. Maybe I, I, I don't know I you well enough.
4: Disagree. I completely disagree. If, 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 if before the podcast, you and I had a discussion about something we were going to talk about. Like, first of all, one, if I was going to have a conversation with Gabe, who's not even on the podcast, like, I mean, but, but fair enough. I mean, I, I get that it is relevant to your business and whatnot. So, I mean, it is right. on the podcast. But if... Me, being self-aware, had known that I was going to have a, pod, to have a conversation with someone who were both, again, like we, we tend to prolong things, right? Knowing, and then also with, you know, you expressing that you were going to uh, uh, have a heart out, right? That you, hey, hey, you have to, you know, so you don't have a lot of time per se. And I would probably fucking make it short. I would probably make it concise. I probably wouldn't prolong it. Well, I so, John, what do you want to talk minutes.
0: about in the remaining time that you're here? Like, is there something that is really pressing that you're like, hey, I really want to bring this up and I'm only here for a specific amount of time?
4: I mean, there was one there was one thing I was going to read, but it, it, was, it was probably a short thing. It might have it might have turned into an interesting. Conversation. So then what I
0: hear is that I am really hope something else comes up after you're finished talking, because that's not that necessarily that interesting to me.
4: I have a, I, I have an in, intrinsic. Hesitation to over explain or ever over talk about things. I tend to try and be concise. It's it's a virtue of mine. Like it's it's, it's a virtue that I that I like. Look, you know that I cherish in the world. And uh, I just I felt like it was going to be a conversation that was going to be very prolonged. It was prolonged, and I had and I had fear towards that. One, my main concern was that I don't think that listeners really wanted to. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm completely out to lunch, but a thirty-five minute conversation about Really, all it was was that you had a, a conversation with a sales rep where you had like it was a fairly simple thing to me, you know, like it, like it didn't it didn't seem like it needed. Yeah, to be I just don't sense in that now.
0: you're like contributing value to the podcast when you act that way. You're actually just trying to make it so that topics that are being talked about are either more interesting to you or fit your schedule when, in fact, you could just say, hey, Austin, really appreciate that. There's this other thing hey, what do you guys think about this? After I I'm done did, talking, well, instead of- If you to, of, to this podcast, John, can you I would finish?
1: have seen,
4: you would have seen there was multiple small things that I had kind of in, like, had like kind of like had insinuated that we should probably move on.
0: Right, when I'm speaking directly to Gabe, trying to say, hey, I just want to be clear, before we move on, I want to, you know, acknowledge that I actually need to acknowledge the impacts to you. And I'm speaking directly to someone and then you interrupt me trying to get me to stop talking about it. I don't think that's polite or respectful.
4: You know, I I don't think it's polite or respectful the same way. I don't think it's polite or respectful to prolong a conversation to 35 minutes when we talked about it was going to be 10 to 15. Like, I mean, in the same like, you know, I'm saying like, I I feel like.
0: So in your eyes, doing what you did was was warranted.
4: Is it polite to interrupt someone at the very end of something? Absolutely not. I mean, I'm not I'm not a fool about that, but I was willing to take the consequences of actually just moving on from that conversation.
0: And I'm just vocalizing that. John, I don't it was going to end that. in like a minute. Like, okay, l- hold on. He was, was it literally, literally saying the conversation is going to end. In I'm just, a minute John, all doesn't. I'm saying is that I don't appreciate you interrupting me when I'm speaking directly to Gabe about something that was trying to wrap fair up the play. conversation. Fair That's play. I,
4: I, fair play. Like, I mean, like, there's, there's, you're fully justified. I'd also appreciate that you just take a quick second to realize there's some conversations you can have on the podcast and some you can have afterwards. Was it fully necessary for you to, to actually take that? Like I said,
0: is it, well, do you want to play this game? Cause then I could look I'm at everything you say and forth. on the I'm podcast. To go back and forth. I'm just saying, like, no, but I'm just saying if you want yeah. to set the precedent that now you get to evaluate what's worth me saying on the podcast, now you're inviting me to think the same about you. I've never thought about you in that way, John. I've never thought about anything that you've said on the podcast to have to question whether or not I think it's worth you saying something. Why? Because I do a fucking podcast with you, and therefore I trust what you bring to the podcast is going to be interesting for myself, for Ammer, and for our listeners. So if I'm going to interrupt you saying, "Hey, hey, let's wrap it up, let's move it on," I would say that would be very disrespectful because that would essentially say that I don't trust you to bring things to the podcast that are interesting.
4: Ammer, or sorry, Austin, if I'm if if you ever feel like I'm beating a dead horse i'm prolonging conversation and i've gone way over in a lot of time that was previously discussed i absolutely would want you to interrupt me and tell me to fucking shut up that's exactly what i'd want you to do like you have full permission to interrupt me if that if those conditions well i
0: guess in my eyes what i what i was saying to gabe and the conversation we were having was actually on the Like if I was talking about like a fucking equestrian, like sports betting, I could see Mm -hmm. why that wouldn't be relevant to the podcast. Me talking about a conversation that I had with Gabe earlier that I'm looking for feedback on as a business owner. And as I speak to him directly about acknowledging what I've learned. Is that not exactly what we do here?
4: You know, I, it's one of those ones where I think maybe if I was to re-listen to this podcast, maybe I'd think differently about it. But I think that where I'm, where I was at and where I'm at currently is that I just, I felt like we had, we had discussed previously that it was going to be a 10 to 15 minute conversation. And I felt like the conversation kept going on, going on. And I felt there was a few times where I had stepped in and kind of like politely said, Hey, maybe we should move on or whatever. Or I even tried like changing the subject a little bit to, you know, like, Hey, like with the production manager thing. Like I had, I felt like I had kind of like gave you a few kind of polite nudges towards like, hey, let's kind of move on from this. Like, you know, the time stop kind of thing, you know? And I felt like you just then went like right back into it just having to like indulge with this like kind of prolonged ending. And that's where I and it was like, hey, hold on. Like, you remember that part of a, a rom-com where like it's cheesy and everyone's like, wish it would kind of go on? Like, that's where we're at right now. So I was trying to I and was I'm trying not, to tell you like, you know, you know, I'm saying? not like saying that that didn't
0: yeah. No, and, and if that's how you felt in the moment, then then I, I get that. I'm not refuting that you would you know, you shouldn't have felt that way. If that's your feeling in the moment, that's your feeling in the moment. But I just want to be clear, what you're doing sets the precedent that moving forward, if there's something that you are talking about that I personally don't find interesting or that you've gone over an allotted time that you've given, I get to interrupt you or start to tell you that we need to stop talking about it or start to suggest that we should move on strictly for my own self-interest And it also invites me to try to ask you, hey, John, before you bring this up, how long do you think this is going to take?
4: Man, Austin, honestly, man, like that's I just don't think that that sets the right precedent. It's so disingenuous, though, because like you already we already know the context of that conversation now, which I thought you Austin. Okay, if I said to you, can I have a conversation about something right on the podcast? It's not it's not an unnatural question to say, well, is it a good conversation? And then you said, yes. And I said, well, how long is it going to take? And you're like, okay, so if we're talking about the miscommunication of me asking Gabe. No, I know. But why do you linger on that fucking point if you already know that it was just taken out of context then?
0: Because now we're talking about you trying to determine what's worth talking about and what's not worth talking about after we've dealt with that miscommunication. So we can put that aside.
4: Yeah, Austin, there is definitely some things on the podcast that I would rather us not talk about versus not talk. Like, And this was one of them. No, not. like, look it, I think that there's value to a certain extent and then there's just the this awkward stage where it's like man like we've like we're just running back on circles in here or like
0: now we're prolonging it That's right but you balance. interrupting me speaking about a judgment that you had about whether or not it's worth me saying it I don't appreciate I don't find respectful because it invites me to interrupt you. you and I agree with you okay I, well, I was it wasn't clear that you agreed with me. That di-
4: no, no, I, no, that is not at all the case, Austin, because I already told you I agreed with you. I told you fair play that was disrespectful. I, that we already talked about this before. This is you now. Yeah, but I just like, don't think hey, it's... Austin, okay, well then, then I now, don't no, think Austin, that it's... this is you trying to make me wrong in some in one way, and I'm already acknowledging I'm wrong. I was willing to be disrespectful to have you stop talking.
0: But I think you're wrong on another level, which is saying that you're encouraging me to do the same with you. I don't think you would want that.
4: Austin, if, you, if, if, if you're petty enough to, to just randomly just if, I'm, if you're really not interested in what I'm talking about and you feel like I'm beating a dead horse and you want to interrupt me and say, hey, man, like, what are we talking about right now? Right. When was that not fair game with me ever? Austin, if I'm talking about something on a podcast about something that and I'm prolonging it and it's not interesting, how would you not interrupt me?
0: Like seriously. I don't know. I just, I, I just wouldn't do that. If you were talking to Amber saying, "Ammer, I wanted to acknowledge the impacts of what I, had dead, what I had said to you earlier today. And the impacts are X, Y, and Z. And I just went, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, let, let's move on. Because I judged that that was not the right time. I just think that would be extremely rude. Yeah. And you're, and you're completely right.
4: It is rude. Like, we already acknowledged that.
0: That is rude. Well, then why would I do it? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not just like some robot that will be like, oh, man, this isn't valuable for our listeners. John, you got to shut up. We got to move on. Like, that's just not. We can get into a discussion. Is
4: is there ever a time and place to be rude?
3: I felt. Yes, but I just think
0: that sitting down to record a podcast where I'm speaking directly to Gabe or if you were speaking directly to Amber or to me and someone were to just jump in with their own prerogative of what's worth talking about and what's not and override that conversation. then. They're just like, what's the point of doing, like, you know, wh- what's the clarify, point of doing this?
4: Just to clarify, I didn't feel the need to control what you were saying. I, contr- I, I felt the need to control the length and the indulgence of it. And we have discussed this before.
0: Right. And I guess to Gabe's point, we, I was literally, the, this is the last sentence. Like it was but me just you, going, hey, just to hey, tie this Austin, up in a bow, Gabe, I wanted to acknowledge the impacts.
4: Can you understand that there's, that's not necessarily... Like clear to me at any given moment that you're only a minute away like that's that, that, that in hindsight right. fair enough but yeah I mean, that's not it, it felt like it was going to be a long speech about something that i feel like i i really did feel like yeah man all i'm saying is that like the podcast
0: all i'm saying is that if i now ever feel like you're going to engage in a long speech what you're asking me is to just interrupt you with my own judgment of when it's appropriate to interrupt you based on my like i just don't think that's the right precedent to set because i would never do that to you or Amher. Because that's just not the type of person. Because you're morally yet.
4: superior. That's what you're saying, right?
0: <laughs> I just don't think it's polite or acceptable.
4: And I'm acknowledging that it's not polite or, well, okay, I mean, I, 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 I disagree with the acceptable part, but yeah, I don't think it's polite. I've already said that many times. I don't think it's polite that I interrupted you.
0: And so you don't think it's polite that you interrupted me, but you essentially did it for the greater good of the value of the podcast and that yeah. you wanted to cut that off. Yeah. Yeah. And you think that me speaking directly to Gabe about acknowledging like to and I know you don't know I was wrapping it up, but to like move forward in the conversation just to say, hey, I want to acknowledge I didn't think this. it was at all
4: necessary. No, I felt like it was complete mm-hmm. indulgence.
0: Well, then that's where we would disagree.
4: Well, then fantastic. I just felt like it was complete indulgence.
0: Indulgence, and- meaning like an ego.
4: Indul- yeah. I, sometimes I feel like you just really like to hear yourself talk. Like it's just like it's just like these like really prolonged conversations that are like, man, like, you know, like, do we like do we need to sit on that? Like, do we need sometimes like, you it... feel
0: like I, I like to hear myself talk?
4: Yes. We've talked about this before, Austin. We I actually had it. I had a, we had but, so a discussion this is but you, this is now oh, a different
0: like,
4: point. Let me No, no, this is the same point. This is the exact same point. Austin, you and I have had a conversation like this on the podcast before I called you one time you got you felt very insulted and then we clarified and you, you know, so it's, this is the same conversation.
0: Fair enough. I just don't think that's any of the same. Like what I, what I was talking about today yeah. was me wanting to, you it's, know, I w I was, Austin, I was looking forward to a conversation I, okay, you
4: focusing on the, what. It's not I was, the what we already discussed this. Like Austin, it, I don't feel like you've listened to what I'm saying in the, for the last 15 minutes because we keep repeating back to the same points. We already agreed, and I already had mentioned to you maybe two or three times now that it wasn't what you were talking about. It was how long. I've said this very clearly three times now, and you keep repeating back to what. So it makes me feel like you're not listening to me right now.
0: Can you understand how that would come off that way? If all you're trying to reference is the length and my commitment to the length, yes, I can see how that would be frustrating for me. That's the only
4: issue I had. The what was not a problem. It was just how long. And it was just the felt that I felt you were indulging. I felt multiple times that I had tried politely navigating us out of that conversation. I didn't feel like you were being aware. Finally, it felt like you were going into what was potentially going to be like round five. And I said, yo, let's fucking pause here for a second. That is all that happened there. And then you turned into this, how John is morally wrong for what he did and all of this other stuff. It's really as simple as. We had discussed prior to the podcast that you're that you going to talk to Gabe about something. It was going to be about 10 to 15 minutes, 35 minutes in. I fucking gave you, I started like, um, I went to a, uh, 10 X growth conference once and one of the sales guys, uh, cause they have like, you know, like maybe like 45 or 60 minutes or something like that. Right. Like, you know, it's prearranged or it's, you know, and if the sales rep goes over the time or whatever, or it wasn't a sales rep, but it's, um, it's like a, it's a speaker, right? what they do is they actually start turning the music on ever so slowly. And they just keep turning it up until you can't hear the speaker anymore, which is basically the polite way of saying, you know, let's fucking get off the stage, right? And I mean, you may not like my approach as far as me saying, hey man, let's get off this stage. That's all I was trying to do. And it was actually just all in good, you know, all in love and good faith. I wasn't trying to necessarily like, you know, make you feel some type of way or something like that. But I was, I was willing to be what I would consider slightly rude in order to move on from the topic because... I didn't feel like I, I, I want to do round five with that. I felt like, man, like 35 minutes on this one topic. I just didn't feel like it was, it was immense value. To me, Austin, genuinely, I felt like that was a five to 10 minute conversation that would actually have been fantastic content. 35 minute version of that conversation, not good content. Five to 10 minutes would have been fantastic. It could have been a quick conversation. It wasn't. I started turning up the music. I said, man, we got to get out of here. That's all that was. The what? Fantastic content. The how it went, you went about it. Can't have 35 minutes is too long for that, man.
0: So I acknowledge that it's about
3: the time, not the content. We're on the same page there. Yeah. Okay. No, it's great content. So, what I'm confirming from
0: this conversation is that you are of the opinion that Amber and I have a responsibility to you to limit the time of what you talk about in the interest of the podcast, if we determine that what you are talking about is not
3: interesting or worthwhile, correct?
4: I'd have to think about the wording of that, but yeah, something like that, yeah.
0: Something to the, that effect, okay.
4: So- Well, I, well more specifically, if you feel like the conversation I'm having is of quality content, but that the way that I'm going about talking about it is in a subpar manner, then please correct me like this. Like, so this would be different than let's say I was talking about something that you weren't interested in, but I was doing it in a way that would be interesting to a certain demographic. And it was concise. That's not what we're talking about here. What you talked about was fantastic. It's a great conversation. It's something that could have been could have happened in 10 minutes. So, I didn't interrupt you because I felt like I was trying to control the content. I was trying to control the length. So, if I'm ever going, like, if if I'm ever talking about something like, so for example, if I'm talking about like something super complex that has like multi levels to it or something like that, and it's good content and it's going to take about an hour to go through it, then yeah, I mean, if we're two hours in and we're still talking about the same thing, then yeah, you should definitely fucking pull the plug on me because that's just okay.
0: So, I'm confirming that you want me to subjectively audit the, Quality and what uh, and what you're saying for well, and well, the length of time that you're taking the to take quality to would to be say what it. we're talking about.
4: It's 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 the quality okay, so then, versus the no. But Ammer, but but Austin, the, the, you you can agree that there's too long for a certain topic. Like like um, yeah, no,
0: if, I I would agree that like maybe myself, I could say, oh, John is going too long on this, or Ammer, you're going too long on yeah, this. Yeah, and or, so if or, you
4: politely tried nudging out of the conversation multiple times, and I didn't get the cue. Right. Like so like so if, if your approach was like, hey, like let's switch topics, you know, and then and then like I came back to it and then and then you were like kind of like nudged this way, nudged that way. And like you took a few different approaches to try and get I don't off I, the topic.
0: honestly, I don't even I don't I can't even think maybe I'm just that ignorant, but I but, can't think. But of Austin, any this is my nudges. point, though, is that
4: when you're talking, that's why that's why I made the comment I did is that sometimes I'm like, man, like like I I felt like and that's why I said if you re listen to this podcast, I feel like you might have picked up on some of the things that I, like that's why I tried going down the production manager road. Fair enough. Mean, I will. I will commit to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I will. Commit I did to try to deliberately to
4: get off. Like I would say maybe three or four times I tried deliberately trying to get us off. And I even I think I even maybe at one point was like, man, we're kind of kind of getting in the weeds a little bit here or something like, along those lines. Like I did say some comments that maybe would give you indication that I was kind of feeling the way I was feeling. And then finally, after me, like trying to nudge it four times, then you went into what I felt was like the like the round five. That's when I was like, yo, yo, I've had enough here. Let's come on. Let's move on. Yeah, right? John,
1: are you are you willing to acknowledge that the closure is actually part of the conversation and that sometimes conversations can go a little bit longer than you'd like? Yeah. And that yeah, definitely but there's still but there's still. Yeah. And yeah, but also that there's value. Long. Yeah, and that there's value sometimes, even if a conversation does go a little bit longer. That there's value to some of the people that are within that conversation, even if that's not necessarily tied directly to you.
4: Absolutely. This isn't your fucking podcast, though. Like, so, like, like. No, I get that. You're not like you're not a member of the podcast. I'm not trying to be like you know. Again, I mean, John, you got it,
0: man. I'm. I'll I'll be honest, John. You got to check yourself, man. You're being disrespectful. What you've done here today is just not respectful. Like, I get what you're saying. I get the logic of it. I get it. Your delivery is disrespectful. I think you just have to acknowledge that.
4: Fair enough.
1: Yeah, man. Like you can. be Are you a telling bit Gabe it's not
0: his fucking podcast? Where are we going with that, man? Well, yeah, but yeah,
4: but yeah, but Gabe stepping in right now to tell me that there could well, be go, value go, other Yeah, you can go ahead and you can, You can go ahead and justify.
0: Go, John, you can go ahead and justify what you said. What you said. You're justified. You're right. It isn't Gabe's podcast. You're not wrong. It's no, just I disrespectful. About.
4: fair fair enough, man. But I mean, yeah, fair enough.
0: Well, it's good for you that you're willing to disrespect people. I just don't agree that that's a good way to live life or to be or to to build relationships. I don't think that that's building the quality of our relationship, John. I don't think that you being willing to be disrespectful is actually over time going to get acknowledged positively by me. Like, great. John's willing to disrespect me to tell me what's right. I appreciate that about John, but if he's going to be Gabe. disrespectful, it's like, well, fuck. I mean, like, you can say it in less words. Look you it, know? I, not I'm,
4: not, I'm not. gonna accept that what I did was like some some crazy disrespect. I really don't. No, you're I'm right. Not, it's not. It's I'm not crazy I'm not, I'm not disrespect. That it's that, just disrespectful. It, what, I, what I said. What I said to Gabe right there. I, I'll, I'll completely the own that. That was that was that was disrespectful. And you know, I am not trying to make you feel that kind of way. But but what I did. But Amber for Austin when I when I interrupted you. I'm, I stand by that. That was not some sort of like crazy disrespect like no, i know I, fair I, enough I, it's I, not I, I, crazy I, I disrespect
0: john i never said it was crazy disrespect all i'm well, saying is that you you well, do you, things in a way that is less respectful than it could be and i think you should check yourself on how you communicate in that way because fair i enough, was man. clearly trying to speak directly to gabe about something that mattered to me and that i've just been thinking about for the past three hours and, and mattered to me yeah, like, and, 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 and it was just
1: but not, I know, not but it's it's the
4: timing of the conversation though, guys. Like is it not disrespectful to have a conversation that should be private on a podcast? Like like seriously, are you guys not gonna acknowledge that? Like
0: like So you think the, what we did was disrespectful to me to just break the fourth wall and be like, Hey Gabe, I just want to acknowledge the impacts to wrap up here. I,
4: I would say that yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's disrespectful by any means. I mean like, you know that's a pretty strong word, but I would definitely say that it was it was definitely insensitive to the fact that we were 35 minutes in when you talked about it was going to be 15. I had nudged you four times. I you know what I mean like, yeah, no, I, I definitely it, would it, say it was insensitive. I would definitely say it was inconsiderate to to fucking take that one last thing like that. You easily could have done that after the podcast. It didn't need to be on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and I'm just saying that, like, I think that that judgment is very slippery because you making that judgment in that moment is John. The way you're talking
4: right now sounds like you've watched a lot of Louder for Crowder. Like, you've got this weird, like, angle you're trying to take there. Like, that's the the vibe I'm getting right now. Like, it sounds like you, like, you're, like, you have, like, this, like, just, like, this weird, strange, like, moral, like, like, argument you're trying to take here. Austin, I didn't, I don't think it's that strange or that complicated, John. That's all that happened there. I didn't like how long you were going. I
0: disrespectfully interrupted you. That's all that happened there. I know that's all that happened. And what I'm saying, to be clear, and I don't think that like, But Austin. It, so but imagine
4: it, if I was like, you know what, man? I think that Austin, the way you should have handled that would have been that for you to say, do you know what, John? I totally acknowledge that I am 35 minutes into a conversation that I was, that, you know, that I said was going to take 15 minutes. And I do understand that you've nudged me four times to maybe move on this conversation. So, I totally get that, you know, you feel the need to be rude right now, but can I please finish this conversation? Right. Imagine if I said that that's what you should be doing right now. That'd be pretty ridiculous.
0: I agree. I think we're on the same page there. That would be ridiculous for you to ask me to do that because I'm in the middle of communicating something that I believe objectively measured across people like that are on the podcast, me, you and Ammer. And people that are listening to the podcast, and I guess there's no real way to collect this because it's just like anecdotal claim. But me speaking directly to Gabe about me acknowledging the impacts on him relative to the conversation of me trying to get him to acknowledge all the fucking impacts because I want him to acknowledge everything and it's my business and all this shit. Me saying, hey, Gabe, just to wrap this up. I want to an no, know. No, no, no! You I didn't put... say that.
4: You did not say that. You did not say the wrap up. That's a very critical thing, though. That's very critical, Austin. Okay, if so you had if said I didn't that, say that, I wouldn't have fucking interrupted because I would have known that you were going to wrap it up. Okay, they so didn't let's say wrap up. So, so let's say I didn't. That's disingenuous. Let's
0: say I didn't say it. I don't know if I said it. Maybe I did. No, you didn't. absolutely fucking did
4: not. You absolutely did not. That's okay, very critical. So I didn't say I don't want it. To jump in. So like that, so but that should... is very so... critical. There is a big difference. Got it. So if I didn't say it,
0: if I didn't say it, you did not. You did not. Okay, so I didn't say it.
4: I know, but that changes everything you're about to say right now.
0: (laughs) No, it doesn't. Okay, go ahead. That's my whole point is that me, me saying not just to wrap this up or to wrap this up shouldn't change your willingness to jump in and interrupt and move on. I completely disagree. Because if I'm saying something that is, I mean, I can't think of a better term, but on brand with what we usually talk about, I'm not talking about some random shit that like, you know, like the, the ocean tides in Australia. Ha- it didn't need to happen I'm on the podcast,
4: that and you, you, were, you were just very deep into the why conversation. Why would it not need
0: to this. happen on the podcast? This is exactly what we talk about, John. Like, these types of things that I was saying to Gabe and that we were talking about is exactly the type of shit we talk about, which is why I came to the podcast willing and ready to share. I, I didn't think it needed to be said. Well, that's my point. Because you didn't think it needed to be said is now saying hey Austin hey Ammer, do the same to me and I don't think that's a good way to run a fucking podcast because then we don't get anywhere right it's like hey John I don't think whatever so. you I, don't, I, don't,
4: I disagree with that I, I disagree well, but- okay
0: so what you're saying is that okay in the future when you bring something to the podcast when Ammer brings something to the podcast I have to sit there and go is this appropriate is this on time is that what you want to encourage
4: look at we we've already discussed you already I already had signed off on a statement that you had said about this, Austin, if I'm talking about something that's quality content, but you feel like I'm dragging it out and that potentially you want me to I'm cut indulging. you off if I'm indulging in a conversation, I think that there's a polite way to try and nudge me out of it. And if I continue to insist on having a conversation, I think that you can i mean i i did i mean in my defense, I did try and make a joke out of it. I did try and. Like, you know, use the wrong com example. I mean, it wasn't like I was like, hey, shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> like, I, I did yeah, but, try and like make it so much lighter by saying, hey, look at, you know that part of the conversation, like when like everyone wishes it would just end, this is it basically. And I used the wrong com example, right? Obviously it didn't click well for you. And like, look at Austin, like I'll just formally say that I apologize for being disrespectful to you. I, I'm, I don't want you to feel like what you're saying doesn't matter to me. I don't want you to feel like uh, you need to like filter yourself to make it interesting for me or something like that, okay? Any more than I would love for you to filter. Like we already had this conversation before Austin, you know, like where basically, I think all of us should always try and, you know, be as concise as possible. I think all of us should always try and, you know, ha- bring the, the highest quality conversations to it, right? And genuinely though, and I, and I do mean this, I'm not trying to just, you know, because I'm in this situation. I mean, if, if I actually was overindulging in conversation or you felt like I was, right? you can interrupt me and I wouldn't take it disrespectfully, right? Like I I really wouldn't. And I'm not saying that just because I'm in the situation I'm in. I'm just, I, I wouldn't take it that way. But look it, I can understand how given the importance of the conversation for you, I might've not placed enough weight on that. You know, like you were trying to have a conversation with Gabe and it obviously had a lot more meaning to you than it did to me, right? And I don't, I don't I don't necessarily feel any type of way about that. I mean, I don't have the same sentimental value to Gabe and, and things like that. But I think, I think there's also a lot going on there. You know I mean? Yeah, but this is a a, a half-hearted apology, but I I do apologize. Look, I I don't want you to feel that way.
0: Well, I appreciate you saying that, John.
3: And um,
4: I just think there's a lot more to it. I really do. But I'm not trying to discredit that I do feel... uh...
0: (sighs) Yeah, man, I I just sense that... If two things, if we adopted... Your practice of what you exuded here today,
4: mm-hmm.
0: we would not be in a better place in a year in this podcast. That's my belief.
4: Can I can I make a counterpoint to that? Sure. If you talk about things that should only take five to ten minutes and take thirty-five minutes and then overindulge, we're not going to have a good podcast. And I actually have brought this up to you before. We've already had this conversation. I I called you. I had a conversation. You felt insulted. We then reclarified. You then felt like, okay, no, John's coming from a good place. We talked about it on the podcast.
0: You, you thought that I ramble on unnecessarily about things Correct. that are of no value. And I don't think that. Well, that no, 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 no,
4: no, no, man. Austin, like, man, you keep throwing in really key things there. Like, I hope you can see that I'm listening to you. I hope you can see that because I've in like, every single time you talk. I, 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 you just, at the very end of what you said, I ramble on about things that have no value. Again, what's with well, you? That and, no, that was on. your, that was, Austin, that was your claim when we spoke a year ago. No, it's not. No, it is not. Austin, I really want to make sure this is very clear. I think that you're a highly intelligent individual. I think what you talk about is incredibly valuable. So no, like, so, don't mention anything anymore whatsoever about value or quality, no more. I'm not, anytime you do it, I'm gonna interrupt you. I think you're intelligent, Austin, and I think what you talk about is highly valuable. I'm gonna say it one more time just so you just, so there's no confusion. Austin, you're intelligent, and what you talk about is highly valuable. It's how long you talk about it and the feeling that I get that you indulge in what you're talking about. That is the problem. That is what I've, and we've talked about that, and that's how I felt right there. That is it. Very valuable content, by, spoken by a very intelligent person. All of the major points were
3: touched upon five times. So don't confuse it.
4: We have spoken about that. So for you to say to me that that our friendship a year from or our podcast a year from now is going to be lower quality. If I interrupt you, meanwhile, you're doing the exact same thing that we have discussed many times before is disingenuine. And I don't feel like you've been listening to me because you went back to the quality and value thing. How many fucking times? I listened to every word you said. And I don't think you could
3: say the same back to me. That's disrespectful.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I sense that there's an objection about. Like, I know you've never said it, but when you talk the way you talk and you say what you say. It comes across like it is like I'm I'm registering that as, oh, that he's saying that in a way that is inherently disrespectful. That must mean that he doesn't care about what I'm talking about. Because like if it's just about the time thing. If what I was talking about, but if if what I was talking about to Gabe was interesting and was of value, why would the time fucking matter? Why am I getting time capped on a conversation and, and, and that's have, uh, that's really we interesting? Talk about that, though. We could talk about that. OK, but do you see how that doesn't add up for me? Like if I'm getting More if up. I'm talking about something Fair that's enough. interesting, but I'm getting time capped. It's like, well, is it really interesting? Because John's trying to interrupt me to change the fucking subject.
4: Look, it, I, I can see the confusion. And there. maybe
0: I'm making a leap there. But like, that's just how my brain Fair recognizes enough. it. Fair
4: enough. And, and, and if there's a dispute there, I get it. But so look it. the way that I see things is that.
3: And this is just a, maybe a mental model that I have, you know, is that. Like, so, for example.
4: There's a uh, if, if someone tried to write a book about the history of America and they wrote it in 40 pages, it's just not enough. If they wrote it in a thousand pages, it's probably adequate. Right. There's certain books that I've read, like um, uh, Sam Harris has a book called Lying. Okay, and it's no more than twenty pages, and they're and they're small pages. I mean, I could I could find it for you. It's it's just a small little thing, right? That same book, if it's a thousand, I'm gonna fucking close it at some point. I'm gonna put the book down. I'm gonna walk away from it because it's I I can't read a thousand pages about fucking lying, Austin. I just can't. And like I apologize if you feel like I'm you know disrespecting you because I just can't read a thousand page book about. A five-minute conversation with a sales rep, but I just like that's just how I feel, and I really don't like, like I feel you know bad that you know, you know to some degree, you know the way that I'm I'm speaking to you guys. I mean, Gabe, you know, I I definitely kind of snapped at you there, and you know, not cool, you know. And Austin, that you know obviously I don't want our friendship or you know the podcast to be affected by you know by the way that I'm speaking or something like that, or that I'm you know disrespectful or rude. But I hope you can see that it's not coming from some terrible place that i'm just like you know I, i'm i'm just coming from a place of man like i care a lot about our listeners time i really care about my time i care about your guys's time and i just felt like i just felt like it was simply a topic that just was being overindulged in it wasn't meant to be any type of way i genuinely tried to take a very polite approach three to four times like i mentioned I tried getting us off the topic and I felt like I was doing it in a pub, you know, in a, in a fairly polite way, you know, I tried changing the topic. You didn't feel like it was done. And so you would went into a, you know, kind of last thing I didn't know it was the last thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I really didn't. If you, if you, I mean, quite literally, if you had to said, Hey, you know what guys like John, I can really see that you want to move on here. Can I just say one last thing to Gabe, you know, and you. Fair fair enough, man. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, you know, I mean, obviously I went, no, you can't see that last thing. That's because I think that's how it's kind of being, you know, interpreted right now is that I was like, Mm -hmm. you can't apologize. You can't, you know, take your ownership to get, that's not how it Mm -hmm. is, man. It's just, I just, I genuinely felt like it was a 20 page book that was being dragged out to like 400 and I was trying to just like get it closed. And I wasn't by no means, you know, I, by no means did I know that it was the last sentence that you're going to say. I really didn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. And I, I can also I, see, but I, I, I,
4: but also Austin though, I also feel like, man, like there's a part of me that's also says like, you know, how much goes unsaid for you? Because, you know, at the very beginning there where there was a, like just a very minor difference, why didn't you just say something? Like in the very, difference of what? no, I know, but, but cause Austin, like there's a part of me that almost feels like, man, like, like, do you just have like, like thoughts of me that you don't speak openly? Like at least Austin, at least I'll say this, at least you know exactly how I fucking feel at any given moment. There's a part of me that's like, man, like, wait, so if so would you have never mentioned to me that you felt like it was because I at the very beginning there where where you felt like I was like questioning the the quality and the integrity of what you were saying, when in reality, I felt like you had directed a question directly to me like that. Like you didn't you were you going to ever bring that up? And I think that's where it started for you. I mean, I think that's that's actually where this all well, began. John, for you. yeah, like,
0: maybe I, maybe it's also just like I don't question you. Like when you when I asked that question that was directed at Gabe, and and then you were like, "Well, what's it about?" But hold on, just sorry. what I assume. Very
4: small. Do, yeah. do you see how it was how I thought it was directed towards me though? You, no, of course. Okay, no, no, no. I know that.
0: Yeah, I know that. I I now understand that. But uh, in the moment, I'm like, "Oh, well, John's just going to question what I'm." What i'm thinking about here i like I, I don't appreciate that so yeah me not bringing that up and and saying that, but that is, could have been a is quick conversation, my opportunity think, though
4: because because austin i if you had just gone into that conversation to the podcast without saying anything i wouldn't have questioned the quality of it because austin i trust you you're an intelligent guy that says intelligent things so if you bring something on the podcast i don't like i'm not like i'm not sitting here like it's not like yeah I'm no sitting fair here enough and, like and, and john chart. i think
0: we've yeah, we've agreed that. No, no, but there's you I have, do like, trust I do the quality. a
4: somewhat small point here, though. Like, OK, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like I'm sitting here with a rate chart. Like, you know, that's not how I, like, I don't operate in that daily. Right. But but when I felt like because this is off the podcast, when you when I felt like you had directly asked me, can I have a conversation with Gabe? I felt the need to ask, was well, it a good conversation? Like, I don't know, like, what am I supposed to say other than, like, I I don't want to say yes, because if I say yes, that's out of integrity for my own for my own sake. Because if someone's asking me a question of, can I have a conversation? I feel like it's my my almost obligation to, to speak for the listeners and yeah. say, well, is it a good conversation? And then you said yes, and I said, well, and then, but then you can you also see how it's very logical for me to be like, okay, well, you know, Austin and I have talked about, you know, how he goes long on conversations before, so then, it's a pretty logical question to be like, well, then how long? And you said 10 to 15. If you months, truly said,
0: believe that, yeah. Yeah, like, I, was you know what I see what I, you're I, saying. I,
4: I hope you can see that. I was coming from a purely logical thing that we, in all things that we discussed before, like it wasn't like I was coming yeah. from some weird place if I was questioning your integrity. I just, I was genuinely coming from a place of like, is it a quality conversation? How long is it going to be? You said 10 to 15 minutes. And then you then went into it and I said, yeah, that's a 10, 15 minute conversation. You know, 20 minutes in, I was like, it was going to get off this. You know, you can see where I'm coming from, where I wasn't trying to be some complete punk. And then when we finally got to the part where I was like, dude, we are overindulging. I interrupted. And then and then I also, again, like trying to be maybe my delivery was terrible. I tried inserting a joke to try and lighten it up a little bit that am I am I like just bluntly uh, interrupting you and saying, fuck you. I was trying to bluntly interrupt and be like, hey, you remember that funny part of the movie where everyone gets all cringy? This is it. You know, like I was trying to be somewhat comical now if my delivery during all of that was terrible i apologize but it was coming from a good place it was not coming from a place of trying to be disrespectful when i spoke to uh uh gabe though that was disrespectful and that was coming from a bad place so i do apologize for that
0: so two things one i think that outside of this whole cascade of misunderstandings that there is still the expectation that regardless of like i said outside of this misunderstanding if i'm running long on something we all reserve the right to say hey let's move on sorry just to clarify you
4: literally told me i could do that like like way back in the day you literally we have it probably in a recording somewhere you literally told me i could do that like you so, did, Austin. Okay, so you literally told okay, so, me, John. Yeah,
2: for for me, me and John too. I, yeah, I'm you a part literally of this said too. that, Austin. So,
4: so like, okay, so, so, so if see I said where I'm that, really coming from now, like I'm just I'm so confused on how this conversation went the way it did.
0: Yeah, so maybe 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 I'm I'm at fault here. No, no. So I'm not looking for if I'm saying, wrong. I'm just saying you. Did well, so tell if me I'm saying, I
4: interrupt you. That was a part of the conversation.
0: Yeah. So what I'm what I'm trying to say is that. When I'm speaking directly to someone about I, I, I think what, what's really bothering me is that yeah, yeah. John's not getting the context of what I'm saying to Gabe and how important it is for me to say this to Gabe. He's ignoring all of that. He's in his own. He's self-interested. He's trying to get me to shut the fuck up. That's what I hear when you tell me, why don't you guys go make out off camera? And this is where it gets cringy. I view that as disrespectful because I'm trying to have an authentic conversation with Gabe and you're inserting yourself into it with your own self-interests. So, well, on.
4: But do, do you see how I, I wasn't actually coming from self-interest?
0: Though? I, I get it. I get it.
4: I was doing one and you had given prior permission for me to do. And John, John, I, was doing it for the John, I just
0: want to, John, we've been talking for an hour now. And I just don't feel like you've let me talk once without interrupting me. So I just like to fair play to, to communicate this. I think that to end this conversation, because I do think that we are agreeing on a lot of things. If I am running long on something that has zero fucking meaning to the podcast and I'm rambling and and I'm a 20 page, like it's a 20 page topic and I'm I'm communicating in 400 pages. yeah, I would expect both of you to try to politely jump in and shift topics. Of course, I wouldn't be as egocentric to say, no, if I'm talking, don't fucking cut me off. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, The way that you choose to jump in, relative to what's being discussed, matters. It matters. There's context that matters. Okay, you ignoring that like it's zeros and ones, is disrespectful. In some cases, fair play,
4: man. Fair play. I mean, so what I'm what I'm saying, what
0: I'm saying, well, what I'm saying, I can learn from this conversation myself. Is. I need to think about what I'm going to say more before I say it. And it's because I can communicate in shorter terms is what you guys are saying. So I'm open to that being a reality. I don't
4: mean to interrupt you, man. But like, there's a part of me that feels like, like...
0: Well, no, I didn't mean to be like, I'm not trying to self-deprecate myself. I'm just saying that like, I could be communicating more efficiently.
4: Like what I'm about to say, but like that goes... I, when I hear that, I hear quality and value. It's not, man, it's just when I'm speaking, well, well, just I, I, I appreciate I the pages of I'm the book about. analogy. Okay. Yeah.
0: No, but I, but that, I'm not like literally that was, that was objective. I, I, the quality or the, the, the number of pages in the book analogy resonated with me. Okay, well, it's on. a good example. So if I'm talking about a 20 page topic and I'm doing so, and I'm on page 300 and you guys are the readers, essentially, of this conversation. I would expect you to jump in and, 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 and politely shift the conversation into a new topic. That, that makes sense to me. Um, and I also need to understand that when that happens, it has very little to do with what the subject is or the topic is. And it's simply about like how I'm choosing to deliver it and how many words, because that's actually something that matters in communication as well. And it maybe does, that's something though. that it I've really been. Does. No, no, I, I meant that like half rhetorically obviously that matters right yes
4: i agree it totally does yeah
0: Yeah. so so that's something that to be honest like i get it and it matters and it's not on the forefront of my mind sometimes when i choose to open my mouth
4: for me to interrupt like if there was ever a time that you feel like i shouldn't have interrupted this was the time because you felt like you were having a very meaningful conversation with Gabe. that's that's really what this comes down to and i and i you know what i can acknowledge that that I would be ill equipped to realize that distinction, and after the fact and in hindsight, totally fair play, like totally fair play okay yeah, totally well, I'm glad
0: play. we're on the same page, yeah. so yeah, that's what I'm learning from this conversation. well, just I mean those two things, right, so that's what I took away from this so i i what what on on the other side, what I would maybe consider you to i'm sure you have, and you already said it, John was just like. I think that there are times that you communicate very matter of factly with a lot of brash and depending on the topic that, that, you know, like that matters. Like, I I don't want to sound like a, like, uh, you know, like Eeyore, like the emotional little fucking donkey here, but like it matters. Like when I'm talking to someone about something that matters, it's like, yeah, and, and 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 you're very you're a very important person in my life. So when you um uh sorry, Gabe just shared something. Adroitness uh, tact. Uh, John, you lack
1: tact. You're not a very tactful person. Adroitness sometimes. and sensitivity in dealing with Indeed. others or in difficult issues. Yeah, I would say
0: that that was in a good In certain contexts yeah, is like, for sure I don't have a lot of tact. Yeah. So so John, you're somebody who I also view as very intelligent and 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 someone whose opinions I value very much. And so when you jump in and tell me to, hey, like, why don't you just cut it? I'm like, wow, like that. You just have to acknowledge the power of your voice with me as I do with you, as you do with me, the other way around, right? Like you telling me to shut it on a few topics hurts. And, and I appreciate that you're willing to do that. Play, so man. I appreciate they're willing to do that. Right, but I appreciate that you're willing to do that. But also just maybe it's worth looking inwards for a second and just go, could I have done that better? Could I have been more, could I have been a better communicator there to just look like it. try to- Look it, fair play, fair play, man, fair play. So that, but I, just, but, but I do want to, I, I was trying to end that off with saying, hey, here's what I can 100% look in on after this and yeah. then as well for you, but anyway. Yeah. Okay, I think we've got to our- our end of conversation here. Ammer. I, I want to acknowledge Ammer for just your literally the guy was taking notes for an hour. That's crazy. I, I've been wanting this conversation to happen and I didn't want to
2: jump in and coach because I wanted you guys to go. No, through. I think, I think it's and really I,
4: good. I think that there's some, I think, you know, I, I think that what I discovered, I, I, I genuinely do believe Austin that, um, one of my biggest takeaways, I do really think that there's a lot of things that are unsaid between you and I.
0: Oh, 100%. I, I would agree. Yeah.
4: That was, that was actually my call. Well, my actually, I disagree to some degree. Uh, I disagree with myself. Well, I would disagree, I disagree that, with like,
0: with you to me. I, I yeah. was going to say, I think like, I, I would speak I would... my
4: mind to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. So and I'm it's more what me to I said. you. said, yeah. Correct. I'm so disagreeable that, was, that was probably I actually the... willing to disagree with myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there have been, also, I don't know if you recall, there have been times where we've talked one-on-one, and I'm like, oh, man, like, you should talk to John about this. And I think it's, it's very cool of you to kind of acknowledge that, but it's just like an opportunity there to like, maybe just clear some stuff up because there may be like a listening or, or something in your space. Um, you're talking
0: to me, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah I, I would yeah. agree. And I think that like my, my ego or my like personality doesn't really want to necessarily put myself in a situation where no matter what I'm saying. And even though I'm trying my hardest, there's a very good risk that there's a very strong risk that John will either interrupt, disagree or tell me to stop. And I I, I don't like, yeah. I don't sense, like I'm not friends with a lot of people like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't hang out with people that willingly just without any like hesitation or without any need, without any real prompt, just like, their own state based on what they're hearing they'll just be like no 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 no, stop no 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 that's not correct that's not correct or no like you have to stop talking or or no that's not what you like it's just the level of disagreeability in a way like it, it, in certain states it it does rub me the wrong way right so but so when like, you're like hey into that
4: a little bit though because i'm actually curious about this because because okay so here's something that uh, I don't think it's been unsaid, but like, I'm going to try and trick this in a bit of way. Because um, I think I've, I've mentioned this to you before, but I feel like there's ego in that. Um, in the sense that, which is always a dangerous way to start a conversation when you say there's ego in that, right? But, so I get that, the, you know, there's not a lot of tact mm-hmm. in that per se, but. Um, it, like, there seems to be, like, even like um, the dynamic with you and Gabe there, right? there's maybe a subtle undertone of you feeling like like there's a disrespect there that he like doesn't acknowledge that
0: well in the moment yeah that's why i brought it up that's why i felt like i but so
4: so but, but hear me out though i don't share that with you and i'm not saying that i don't share that with you in a sense of like that i'm like in some sort of superior form because i don't share that with you but as in I don't share that with you as and I want you to actually really understand that this is actually potentially a very core difference between you and I. Okay? So I I just want to make sure, so this is not a this is not a distinction by superiority. I want to make sure that very that's very yes, clear because otherwise it's really a difficult conversation to have. But and and I'm open to this potentially I'm blind to this, but I do see it as a potential weakness that respect is such an important thing to you. But I also want to maybe I don't know if you if, if, have you reflected on that at all? Like, I'm just curious if, like, there's a. If you're, aware I've had a very
2: similar, I've had actually a very similar conversation with my brother. So yeah, I'm actually. Okay, yeah, I'm because quite aware yeah, because like,
4: because like Austin, like, you know, because um, like when you asked me, uh, like, whether or not I would be okay with you doing that to me, right? It took me a second to answer because I had felt like the way that you had asked it to me, it was that you had asked it in a rhetorical way. As well, in, I think
0: we we may as well stop using that example because we knew it was miscommunication, right? Like, no, 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 no.
4: I'm not going down that route. I'm okay. actually going down a slightly different. Oh, okay. route. No, no. Okay. We, when you had asked me, would you would you be comfortable with me interrupting you? Right. Um, the way you asked it to me, the reason why it took me a second, because like, because I, I was like, well, no, of course I would be okay with that. Right. Is that I'm not operating on this respect level that you are like you have like this you have like this you have like this lens or this layer. I don't know what word to look for, but you have like this respect thing that's present for you at all times. That's just not present for me. I don't view it as just disrespectful to cut someone off, but you do. Right. And I'm not saying that, like, again, I, I want to make sure there's no superiority thing here because I'm not saying that. No, I'm I, gonna, I've I've I don't, not taking this wrong. I'm just being very hyper aware of that.
0: No, um, fair enough.
4: But this respect thing seems to be really important for you. Like, like you, you, like, like you almost like command other people's respect. Like, it's you know what I'm saying. So,
0: like, what comes to mind for me, John, is yeah. like when you say that, I'm literally like internally, I'm like, yeah, no shit. No, I know, like, but of uh, course, but it's important to it at me at all. Like, I no, like, I know. Why does that? matter That is to you? a foundational like, that difference.
4: Like a, that seems like such Man. a like. Where does it like serve to
0: you me? In some way? Everything like, I do and like my life. The people in it, my business, like clients I work directly with, employees, anyone. It's all relationships. It's all respect. It's all what, like, we are building something together. We are a team. It is about making the people that you surround yourself with feel valued and respected. That's how I live my life. So, yeah. Like when you say that respect thing yeah. is really important to me, it's like Yeah. Well, like, no, but of not course that not, not that
4: like hold on, but just to clarify though, cuz what I don't mean by that is that I don't think that we should respect one another and things like that. I'm not trying to I get that. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. No, but but, but it like, like, is very important the, for you to feel respected though.
0: As it just as important as it is for me to make others feel respected. I guess I yes, cuz I select myself into that evaluation criteria you know it's like i want to make others feel respected therefore i want to be respected i guess it's just like that reciprocation yeah. need or so, bias whatever you want to call it right with the tactness
4: like, thing like i'll say this right like because what you're like with the respect thing right so it's like um to clients the painters to strangers or whatever it's a like it's a totally different way that I would operate. Are you talking about, you now? I'm or talking about you? me and myself. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but I'm, but I'm going to bring it back to you in a second. So it's like, um, there's a certain level of respect that I feel like you can earn with someone such that you can just make things more efficient by having to drop this weird lens. It's kind of like, actually, here's a good analogy. Like, you know, like, you know, when you're like emailing someone and like the first time you email someone, it's like, hey, John, you know, comma, and then you like space it, like, you know, and you make it all, and then like three emails deep, you're just texting back basically, right? So, like, you have this weird thing where like I always feel like I'm having to, like, hey, Austin. And then, you know, like, and like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, why can't we just fucking rip each other back and forth with text? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do, like, why does it have to be this thing where I can't yeah. interrupt you? Like, I would, yeah, I, I yeah, would yeah, actually yeah. rather move quicker with you. I'd rather move Man, quickly. Man, that's th- a good point. Like, I want to move quickly through the questions. I want to get rid of, oh, there's fluff. Let's fucking get rid of that. Let's just go quick. Like, we might as well move, like, game speed. Like, why do we need to linger? Why do we need to discuss things that, like, no, nah, that's redundant. Let's move past that. And you're like, well, no, no, fuck you. It is it, it is important. I'm like, okay, well, sounds good. It is fucking important. <laughs> like, why can't we, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to move at that speed yeah. with people. I don't want to be stuck in the fucking friend zone where I'm having to, like, watch everything I say. And so it's like, when I'm telling you that, hey, man, can you fuck up a little bit, right? I don't mean that in some, like, huge disrespect. And I don't feel like you should take it that way. I feel like it's almost like a, a non-bro thing thing to do to like fucking bring the whole respect thing up to me when it's yeah, like, man, so- like, of course I respect you, right? Like, you know what I'm saying by that? Like, I wanna move quickly and efficiently with people once I get to that level. Of course, with a client, I'm not like, yo, shut the fuck up, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, I'm obviously tactful with that, right? But I'm realizing that like, maybe that's just not how you wanna operate with me. And I I could change my tone. I, could, I definitely probably could, right? Um, yeah. you know what I mean? Like when Amber and I were in Nashville, I mean, I don't know, Amber, I don't know if you felt disrespect, but I feel like I was, I'm able to move super quickly with Amber and I don't feel like he takes disrespect to it. Cause I don't feel like we're on, like, there's not that lens that I have to worry about. Right.
2: We're talking about him and the, my perceived illogic of him buying guns and we were just going back and forth and it made everybody else in the room uncomfortable. Yeah. know it got to the, the point zone. where like
4: someone like Talon <laughs> across the room was like, dude, you guys need to fucking tone back right now. And I was like, I apologize, you know, because I was like, every second word was like gang rape, and he's, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like, it, 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 there's a lot of context there, but uh, or missing context, but but so that, but like, I liked how deep and raw and efficient I could get with Ammer because it was so quick, right? And I want to get there with you, but it, but but there's this respect thing that like we have to just get past. Like, look at. Everything I say to you from now on is respectful and then we can just move past that. But for you, I, I And look at I'm totally willing to accommodate like I don't want to make this seem like you have to just accommodate me But you have to understand that I'm not trying to come from some place of disrespect. I just really really value Searching out truth and being hyper efficient about language. I just am Right like you're never gonna accuse me of not respecting you because I mean Austin I hope you can understand that the only way for me to interrupt you is if I actually am listening to you like You'll notice that I'm not interrupting you because I want to interrupt you and talk about something else. I'm interrupting you because it's like, no, no, this one word you said, Austin, is slightly wrong. I, have you noticed that? Like, yeah. it's, I, am, I am respecting you in the sense that I'm listening to literally every syllable you say. Hence why like, I, I'll be quick to jump in because I'm like, no, 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 this one word. Because what I, Austin, I would hate for you to go on this massive paragraph all with one sentence at the beginning. That's the, you know, like, that's the premise for the whole conclusion. I'm like, yo, we don't need to listen to <laughs> so, the paragraph.
0: What what you're saying is that the willingness to like the willingness that you have to remain committed to truth and efficiency of language when it comes to speaking to me, yeah, is your greatest form of respect. Yeah, that man. someone has oh, to earn. Austin,
4: I don't communicate this way, and I mean, Gabe, I hope you can see that it's the same way. I mean, like, I understand that, like, the way I, you know, I, I jab back at you, like, it, I, I understand that that's a pretty aggressive, and you and I are not on that level. So, I was transitioning. Like I was in the mindset of talking to a close friend to, you know, instantly into you. So, I mean, it, I'm not going to lie. There was definitely a bit of like, sh- you know, uh, Shrapnel. Friendly, there was some friendly fire there or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so fair play. I can, I can definitely see how that would be very, no, I, I, you don't know me like that. John, but to be honest, it's, it's never, that's rec- res- never occurred to me. No, 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 no. When yeah. I no, but it, 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 that was definitely present with Gabe. I mean, the way that I, I jab back. No, him, that no, no no. That. I'm, no, no. I'm no, skipping past that. I was acknowledging that, but I'm saying. Uh, okay. No. Yeah. yeah go go right. ahead. Go ahead. The greatest respect is the way that I'm communicating to you right now. Like genuinely, you don't, this version that I talk to you guys in, like where I'm like, like this is not, this is not how I am on a day-to-day basis because I'm not on this level with most people. I'm not close with people like this.
0: John, you know what? You know what's interesting is uh, I've known you for three and a half years. I've never once had that thought. What thought?
2: That that you're you respect well, him a, a lot more than the average person, hence why you communicate the way
4: you do infinitely it, more versus
2: the versus the opposite way. Yeah yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I respect you enough that I think that I can disagree with you, man. I literally I had a conversation with Brady today about because Brady and I were talking about uh, influence, and and we kind of I gave a little bit of a dissertation like on on machiavellians and how you're like okay if you're gonna study influence just make sure that you don't fucking go down this route because it's like young men tend to like when they're studying influence they always like somehow get obsessed with the dark arts or something like that you know it's just like like, (laughs) you know it's like yeah so i just you know it it exists get defensive about it but just move on from it don't don't become a shark right yeah but one of the things i said to him though is i said that you know because i because one of the big things that brady and i are and he's becoming more aware of is that like look at brady like You know, you can have your opinions and your thoughts of the world and et cetera, but, like, you don't need to fucking tell every single person you disagree with them. Like, you can – you know, I I was basically telling someone how you can be tactful, right? So I can understand how if your only relationship with me is on this podcast, like, you know, you might have a certain opinion of me, right? Yeah. It's not present. It's not like that. Like, so that's why I was kind of laughing when you guys were, like, tact. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm not – like, it's like, guys, I'm not (laughs) – I know what tact is. I know how to be tactful, okay? Like, I mean, I sell millions of dollars in painting every, you know I mean? Like, I, I obviously, mm-hmm. you know I mean? Like, I, I, I manage and, you know, people, you know, like people, you know, it's, I, I'm not, like, I get what you're saying, right? Like, I get it, right? You don't, but like tact in, it, it's like the formality in the email. It's like, it's just, um, it's, uh, you know, and, and I'm, I'm actually just realizing now that I think where I got that was actually from Tom Bilyeu um, From impact theory, that he has a theory, or he has sorry, he has a uh, uh, this policy at work where he said, guys, let's just lose all of the formality. And if anyone at any point ever feels like, yo, fucking safe word, like if this is too aggressive, just put up your hand and just say, hey, yo, like, um, can we just pull back a second here? Like, let's all just accept the fact that like we're all, you know, we all respect one another. We're all friends. We all care about what they said. You know, every, all. All of the things that, like, any of anything, all those little weird nuances that your ego, like, demands of normal peasants, just get rid of all of that and let's just fucking, let's just be super efficient, right? That I got that from Tom Billy because that's how he had articulated. I'm like, yeah, that's a better place to be. It just is. It's It's more efficient with people you respect. Now, you can't walk up to a stranger and say, hey, man give me all of the goodwill in the world and then I'm just going to be harsh to you. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Then, but, yeah. but with people like yourself, like maybe I just didn't have enough as good, uh, you know, more, I didn't have uh, maybe enough goodwill as I thought. Definitely with Gabe, yeah. I would never expect Gabe to, you know, uh, have enough goodwill that I could speak to you that way, Gabe. So I, I get where that was, that was, mm-hmm. you know, that was a sharp jab. But that's where I was also operating on a different level with you, Austin, where I, that's where I was like, I had all this prior Pretext, right? Especially when I, you know, I guess maybe I should have mentioned it earlier. I also was like, man, like, you'd also given me permission to interrupt you. So, like, I just, I was like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, there there was a thing yeah. where I'm like, man, like, it's not, it's not meant to be this disrespect. And that's where I like, kind yeah. of called you on the moral high ground thing, right? Where, but there's, but this respect thing is important to you for some reason, right? Like, do you almost feel like, like, do you not feel like I respect you?
0: I definitely think you respect me. I think that your deaf like I guess this conversation is actually unlocking a lot for me to be honest. Prior to this conversation, I would say that you would say you respect me, but in the moment, it goes out the window as long as you have an opportunity to, mm. um, maybe be self interested or, or, like I would say, John, that if if someone were to ask me prior to this conversation what is john morgan's worst quality i would say that he is callous
4: callous is like um uh uh like basically non tactful but like you know just like very like
0: aggressive yeah it's pretty much non tactful yeah Yeah. so it's like hey john just says what he needs to say in a lot of cases it's very powerful and meaningful and effective and effective but also, in some cases, he can make you feel like what you're saying is fucking useless. And this, you know, very, very easily and very efficiently yeah. make you feel about this big. Yeah. And, um, and and I'm also realizing that, like, just throughout this whole conversation. That. Um, how blind people are and myself included, but this is just like, wow, I'm realizing how blind I am to what like what type of baggage i bring to a conversation right and it's not bad baggage it's not good baggage well the respect thing right like the respect Mm thing is very important to me and it's not baggage is negatively connotated so maybe that's not the right word but yeah it's like preferences states of being priors you know like um yeah it's just making me realize like i'm sitting here listening to you john and i'm like yeah you're right like I do value respect a lot. And respect is, I would say like not very clearly defined between objectivity and subjectivity. Like making someone feel respected is a thing and being respectful yeah. is a thing. Yeah. And, so I'm like, and so I'm like, oh, like how much of it is objective and how much, is, how much of it is just my subjective evaluation yeah, of respect? And then I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. if it's subjective, am I really, like if it's subjective, what am I really saying? Because it's just subjective. It's it's my own definition of what being respected means, right? And then I'm like, okay, well, if it's objective, then how do I define it? How do I measure it? What amount of respect do I desire? And obviously, I can't define that.
4: Well, you know what's and then I'm thinking you know, of like, like how I well, whole, well, just one thing.
0: Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, well, what what conversations or what relationships am I leaving on the table or not, like? Where am I limiting myself in other relationships by just like being self interested yeah, about this subjective ways, level though. of respect? That goes both ways. No, you're right. Yeah. you're right. You're right.
4: You're yeah. right. No, I mean, by both ways, though, is that like there's a lot of relationships that uh, I close doors on because of the way that I operate. But at the same time, though, there's also there's trade offs to everything, basically, right? Like, um, like, I understand, you know, because of what you're saying about like the, the callousness, right? And, and there's a trade-off there, right? There's, but I mean, and that's why I, I was trying to, you know, position that with it. I don't know if there's a superiority thing because there, there's obviously upsides to the respect thing. I mean, I'll say this, like, I can definitely say, like, if you look at who you've hired and who I've hired, you can, you can clearly see why the people that work with me work with me. And I like, like Gabe and I probably wouldn't work well together, I'll be honest, right? But, but he works really well with you. But I don't know if Brady would necessarily work with you. That yeah, well, it's possible.
0: Right? I have no idea. I don't. I don't know Brady that well.
4: Well, I, I know I know at least roughly the four. Guys. Yeah. Well, I
0: trust your judgment. Yeah. Maybe he wouldn't. Yeah. Maybe, well, I'm not yeah, saying I, it wouldn't work I, I at all. But I'm
4: just. But I can see because yeah. like, Brady is someone that you can be incredibly aggressive with. That's why I fucking love about that guy, right? I, I mean, hell, when I'm interviewing people, really, I'm looking for them to disselect themselves out from from my style of things, right? Um, but the same way that like you would probably disselect someone like myself, like, I mean, me in a way that if, if you met me without knowing the, pre-con, you know, the, the pretext and things like that, you would you would you would not select me to some, be someone to work with.
0: Well, John, one of the one of my favorite things that I've realized about my relationship with you is that outside of this podcast, I don't think we would have ever been friends and I would have never hired you and you would have never hired me.
4: I don't know what like you when uh, when you were a painter. I don't know because I, I, I could have caught you early
0: enough that I could have you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Like like it, in our default states outside of this podcast, I mean never you, ne-
2: never is a long time though. I wouldn't get too married you're right, to
0: you're me. right, you're right, you're right. I just think there's low odds based on what we're discussing that John and I would naturally be like, holy fuck, this guy's a, I just met this guy named John. I talked to him at this like Christmas party for an hour and I don't know, man. Um, no, I actually
4: see many plausible scenarios where you and I would have actually been very good friends.
0: I do. Well, if you think about what we've been discussing though, I'm just saying that there could be a situation where, Hey, like we don't like, I'm looking for respect or maybe cause you're right, actually, because what you're saying is until you've developed a certain level of relationship with someone, you're not going to do. Yeah. It.
4: Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I, I actually yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. that, uh,
0: yeah, no, it's I, evident yeah. when you meet you for the first yeah, time. Yeah, no, I sure. don't think so at
4: all. Actually, yeah. Although, I mean, there is, I mean, to some degree, for sure, right? But, but no, I mean, there's a there's a trade off. I mean, obviously, like, there's a. Um, um. Yeah, I mean, definitely throughout my life, I've been a very serious individual. I've taken things very seriously, and I've been, you know. And I think that one of the big distinctions, I think that I've always had in my life is what true empathy actually is. It, you know, and I've always viewed true empathy, like I've always seen myself, you know, believe it or not, I've actually seen myself as the most empathetic person, you know, and maybe I'm completely disillusioned, but, because uh, I think when when I say that to most people, they're like, they kind of have a smirk on their face, like you did, Austin, where it's like, oh, come on, John's not that empathetic, right? But the thing is, is that the reason why I view it that way is because, um, like, I'm willing to do the, because, the way that I view empathy is that you're willing to do absolutely everything necessary to actually make sure the person's taken care of, right? And so, it, seeing from their position of what they would actually need, when not what they want, and I think that what most people view as empathy is viewing it as um, giving someone what they want,
0: like, uh, like appeasing them. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Like I, I think the way that empathy actually plays out in a day to day life, like like for example. Like, if you had a friend who, you know, I, I always use this analogy and it's the most callous example, but nonetheless, if you had a friend who's overweight, right, and, um, you know, most people's think of empathy would be, like, you know, a soft approach of some sort or whatever, right? But, you know, and there is an argument that, you know, if you're so callous about it that they're not going to listen to you or whatever, but... But I think that the most empathetic thing to do would be to, like, really do everything in your nature to make sure that person loses weight. I mean, like, it, like, they will genuinely live not as long if they are overweight, right? So,
3: um, if I'm,
4: like, you could almost say that the reason why I'm quote unquote more tactful is not because I'm necessarily trying to play some strategy game with random strangers, is that I don't have as much empathy towards random strangers, right? Like if anything, when people are actually in my circle, that's when I, that's when I feel the most empathetic. That's when I really care about people. And that's when I want to be the most disagreeable. I'm actually a fairly agreeable person to strangers because I don't like, not that I don't care about them, but I'm just not as empathetic towards, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, there's the, the whole joke of like, you know, would you save a stranger in a river? No, but I'd save two brothers or eight cousins, right? Like it's, you know, it's when it comes to friends, like. The reason why I'm, I can maybe come off as so callous is because I actually care. And so I'm willing to say everything that like, so there's all these restrictions that stop us from actually making improvements and changes. And, and, and there's all these respect things that we have to worry about. And there's all these, you have to be empathetic or sympathetic. And there's all these things that I'm like, man, these are just restrictions towards growth. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, John, I get you.
2: Can I share something for you, Austin? Yeah. So I think by by default, you and I, and I might be wrong here, but like you and I kind of have s- similar um, character traits. Like I like to be liked. I'm typically a people pleaser. I'm not so good at setting boundaries. I can sometimes get anxious. I can speak for myself. I think yeah. maybe. And. And so there's few people in my life that I've that I've met that I want to be friends with that I realized it will be very very difficult to be friends with them unless I worked (laughs) on like a a couple of things, and 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 honestly, like John is one person that I really want to be friends with, and I was really challenging. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 and like, 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 yeah. Okay, good. Um, (laughs) so there's certain needs that I that I just acknowledge that I have. I need to feel loved. I need to feel like the person just actually cares about me. So there's specific people in my life who are extremely formal, disagreeable, and secure in their relationship. Those are the three things. Mm -hmm. It's like the, the, the trifecta. They're very secure in their relationships. They never question the people in their lives. It's like if they're in, they're in for life. Very disagreeable, very formal. That I feel that if I don't express my needs or um, or I introduce any ego, it would go nowhere. Like it, it, I would just be end up in a, in a of, world of pain. So like James, James is one of them. James is not tactful at all. James is very secure and he's very caring, and because he knows me so well, He can sometimes roast me with such ferociousness that I'm like, dude, like you got to relax. Like this is too far. But if I never told him, he'll just kind of keep going and going and going. and going. So that's something I actually learned because there've been multiple conversations with James and John that have caused me to spiral in a way where it's like, fuck, like this is, this is a lot for me. Mm. And the tools that I wasn't able to take away from like, many conversations with John and James that go pretty deep where I just kind of lay it on the table. Yeah, yeah." And like when you said this to me, it like
4: Yeah, I remember one of them. There
2: was one. Yeah, 100%. And James can tell you another one as well. I've had a similar one with Patrick where I just laid it out. It's like, hey man, like these conditions existed Mm -hmm. that caused me to feel all these things. And so I typically find mindfulness has helped me a lot. Being mindful of like, who they are, their style of communication. I found um, leaving things unsaid has been also very powerful. And every now and then just doing a check-in. Doing a little check-in. What do you mean by whenever it thing? goes, like I, like, I have a thermometer where I feel like somewhat like, ooh, like, is there something there? Oh, and yeah, then yeah okay. whenever, whenever it shows up, I have to say it. So, like, you know, one of the things I'm going to do with John, like, after I text them is like, hey, man, I know you want me to come to this boat cruise. And I said I want to. I'm just saying that because I really want to. But I'm not. I wasn't actually giving you a word. I really want to go with the condition that Corey and Jordan are both OK with me being there because it's very valuable and important for me that I'm not intruding and everybody feels good. And I'm happy to just see you at the wedding or something like that. So that's an example where. In the moment, I just wanted to please John. I didn't want to get into a conflict. I just wanted to just be a pleaser. Yeah. I didn't want to communicate my needs. But like I made a note here to just talk, send him a message and let him, hey, man, like actually, I just want to mm. talk to yeah, yeah, yeah. I When I went to Patrick's wedding, there's 160 people. And I only talked to Patrick for like two, three minutes. And I'm always very excited to see him in person. So like in our meeting this morning, I was like, hey, man, I just want to make sure everything all right. Like, is there anything? He's like, yeah, but what the hell are you talking about? Very, again, very secure individual. And I was just like, hey, just want to check in. Like, we've only chatted for like two, three minutes. He's mm. like, "Amber, I, I loved I loved your card. I'm let you know, I loved everything. It was such a pleasure to see you there. You're like the best partner I've ever had. best mm. business partner, like, you're one of the best out there. And, And honestly, it was just a function of if I spent five minutes talking to 160 people, that would be 11 hours of my time. And so I actually felt you know, that I, you know, that I express that enough, but I'll tell you to you now. I'm good. And that's just what I need. Sometimes I tell James, like, hey, man, you've been roasting me for like two days. Like, is there something bothering you? It's like, no, oh man, I love you, man. Mm. It's like, all, right, all right. I'm good. I'm good. So mm. it's just I've gotten somewhat good at like kind of clearing the cage, clearing the cookies. So there's nothing on the docket, nothing on there because. It can just grow, and then they become resentful, and then because I sometimes can get good at meaning-making, I create this caricature of this individual that will get affirmed and confirmed by their behavior. Because guess what? If I have any slight smidget of somebody who's highly secure, highly disagreeable, and highly formal, it's very predictable with a confirmation bias that that thing will exponentially grow into a monster than any other way. It's just like weakness and it's not yeah, like it's Austin and it's not like John and, and, and James don't check in they do check in but it's sometimes it's way later than my comfort zone it's like they'd have to see me be like really upset or like somewhat like me doing a very bad job Can of I like actually that, that they will spot it
4: so oh, yeah um, I'm actually aware of this too that um, <clears throat> my uh, my um, like, my quote-unquote thermometer, right, is much, like, like it's set at a much, the threshold is much higher, right? And so, like, the level in which I would check in with someone of, like, hey, yo, like, am I... exactly. Is is actually really uh, very high. So, interesting enough, I mean, I try and, whenever possible, try and bring Trisha anywhere I possibly can because Trisha has a very low threshold.
2: Mine is, like a plankton if there's a plankton of like miscommunication <laughs> yeah or like oddness i'm like dude i just want to talk about it. and usually it ends up with like specific people in my life we're like what the hell was that oh yeah, you I guess are, it's just you ambush, are quite uh i
4: guess in in this in, in this context it's going to sound more harsh than this but insecure about that right like like secure. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I already said that. Yeah, yeah. I
2: have used those that line. But where
4: it's nice having Trisha around is that Trisha, a lot of times, will usually pull me aside or after the fact say to me, hey, you should probably check in with such and such person, right? And she did that when when we were in Nashville. She had, you know, when we went to bed, she's like, hey, you should probably check in with Austin you know, with Hammer. I said, oh, okay. So I went downstairs and I checked in with, remember when I came and pulled up a chair and I was like, hey, just want to make sure like, you know, the jokes are all still fun and games. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, no, it's all oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, that, wasn't, was like, that wasn't, that yeah. wasn't me actually doing that. That was Trisha, mm-hmm. you know, being a, basically her threshold is now my threshold, right? Because she'll now be like, you know, you know, and sometimes like, because no. she also knows a lot of my like uh, preset arguments or, you know, like some things I talk about with her. And sometimes I'll be going down one and she'll like, maybe like kick me in the leg or she will be like, mm, no, no, on that one. And I'll just kind of pivot out of it. Cause like, I just, I just trust, I just trust yeah. her opinion that she knows how to read the crowd and that, yeah, that one's not going to land well, you know, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, not, yeah. not the right place for that one, you know? Cause sometimes I do, yeah. I, where, where sometimes it can, I can make some huge mistakes with that is um if there's one person in the room who's not, you know, like a part of the group, if you know what I mean? And then, and then I'm speaking in a way that, you know, it's, without the tact and then that person kind of feels a certain way about it, you know?
2: hundred percent. Yeah. That is to say, Austin, that like, and, and, and the respect thing actually comes from, from ego. Cause I've had James say things to me that I've never had anybody say to me, or they've actually praised me for. And he would be like, dude, you're like, you're really bad at this. Mm. And it's, and it's like, I have to be very like mindful on like, Oh, oh actually, you know, fair to, James he hasn't seen the side of me mm. and so like for example you both want me to be your MC in his wedding he thinks I would be a terrible MC because he's just seen a different context <laughs> where I'm like not as like here we're like joking and witty and all that whereas where I'm hanging out with uh, with but I also, James yeah, I'm So like yeah, yeah. Anyway.
0: I also think that because of who James is and how that registers yeah. for you that's going to pull a different version of Amher. Exactly. Like when when you're around james it's very impossible
2: to like be like the the MC character that he would exactly. But but I'm mindful of that, and I don't make it mean anything, and I don't Mm. feel this. And so so
4: sorry. And 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 not that I'm trying to like necessarily go and rehash rehash a whole conversation, but do you see maybe slightly Austin more of where I was coming from? Where no, for sure. Yeah. Where like with a disrespect thing, I um uh like especially Gabe when you had jumped in like maybe a we could you know finish that like what on saying is completely true it's like you know when you guys had both kind of jumped in at one point and like we're trying to like make you know we're trying to uh i mean i guess you know effectively you guys were trying to put your values onto me as far as that hey this was disrespect. you know you were trying to say hey like you know because you guys both were i think actually gave up you know I think you were also offended by me jutting in. Like, you had felt like, you know, I'd robbed you of something as well, right? And so...
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah,
4: exactly, right? And, you know, so I... So then, you know, you kind of came in there, and, you know, and I kind of bit back pretty hard, right? But so... But there was... But what, what Amber's saying there is so true, though, is that... Um, I fucking lost my train of thought there, sorry.
0: No worries. Uh, I was talking about saying. the
2: different perspective I was talking about the different perspectives on like that experience and that relationship and how it can create a different. Yeah, yeah sorry, you guys were
4: you guys yeah. you guys had both jumped to this conclusion that that's how I was. Period. So you guys both kind of went into this thing where you guys started giving me unsolicited advice about how I should be in the world as if I didn't know that, right? Do you, do you call that part? And but it was all, and I was kind of smirking, like guys, fair play. But you know, I was trying to like, like I know, right? Like because. But then it was that's maybe when I realized that, like, you know, uh, there was this massive assumption that that's just how I am, period. Right. And then. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest. It's uh, I didn't quite know what to do. With the reaction. Uh, Like, it was probably one of the only times in my life where. I said, hey, like, just to be clear, that's disrespectful. And I and I don't appreciate that because I think you could have said that in a more like well articulated or respectful way. And the person I said that to went, I know, like yes, that that is like that 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 is exactly what I did. And 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 I wouldn't say that you were proud of it, but you were almost like confused, but like you're just like yeah, it's like just the fucking game I play. Like you know, it's yeah, like. Yeah. In a way, and I don't I know you didn't mean anything by it, but I was admittedly confused in that moment because I was like, "Well, is John a psychopath? like what the fuck? you know like I mean and then i but I, I get it I, I I really do get it and and like i like I said earlier to you, John, I've known you for three and a half years, I've never once actually had this thought, which now that it been brought up and we've been talking about this it I do admittedly feel like me being blind to that, that being that you are willing to be very disagreeable with people that you ultimately really respect. And that is your largest sign of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I was blinded by, I was blind to that because I had a image or racket of you yeah, that, and I being the person who, yeah. who, who is just disrespectful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so it's yeah. like, and so that just like plays into constantly. It's like that same. Yeah. Um. Yeah,
2: dude, that listening fills in blanks. Dude, it's crazy. Potential conflict, and it's Man, a disservice it's- to the relationship to leave things unsaid.
0: Hundred percent, and I and I, yeah, it was a pretty big blind spot for me uh, with you, John. So I, I guess I, um, I appreciate who you are, and I and I don't want you to change how you talk to and me you be because you're st- sure I wouldn't. yeah uh
3: but like i want
0: you to know that um i'm gonna make an effort to uh to, to 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 i guess have what you say not play into that racket or image and to just try to eliminate it you know, or to eliminate it
4: in, in your defense, man. And how,
0: well, hold on. How are you going to eliminate it? What's your plan to eliminate? I have no idea. Well, in your
4: defense, Austin, okay, I can, um, you know, I would also say that, you know, as far as like, like subjectively, like, like the, when we had that conversation about, about how like you kind of, de- I didn't really, I hadn't felt that way in a very long time.
0: Conversation about, about
4: how what? you kind of go on, on, on about, yeah like, yeah I hadn't felt that way in a very long time like i like mm. I like yeah I second that ah, uh, my headphones died.
0: oh, did your audio
4: stop uh it, it it changed. we might have to address that. we'll figure that out after um
0: your mic's uh, still live though no
2: there's not there's not gonna be feedback. I can just make a note of. I can, I can use the first bit as the audacity audio.
3: Yeah.
2: And then, and then the second half, I'll just switch to zoom yeah. and yeah. And John, you should buy wired headphones. If this is a final warning, there it is again.
4: I know. I know, I know. it just, we don't like, yeah, fuck. Okay. Either way. Um. Yeah, it does. It, the headphones do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You were speaking to Austin, how you haven't felt that he's rambled in a long way.
4: Yeah, like, in your defense, man, like, I had, like, you know, because when I had brought that up the first time, like, it was like, yo, like, every fucking podcast, you know, whereas I hadn't felt that way in, like, I don't know, like, a year.
0: You know, Uh, yeah, it's interesting, John, like, I remember, goes to show that a lot of the things you said, you know, are probably true, which is that um, it is likely rooted in ego, I do place a lot of value on respect, possibly too much, and not from, not because I think I should be respected less, but, or respect others less. But I do remember where I was sitting exactly during that conversation. And I think about it, like, I would say like once every, like, it, it, it's definitely not something I've forgotten about. Like I think about it every little while, you know? So, um, yeah, it's something that definitely like, Oh, that's the time that John, you know, uh, said that to me or uh you know really shared what he thought about me when in fact it was just you actually um trying to be as as truthful and as good of a friend as you know how to be right and and that was well that i was actually trying to be you know what i would consider like i mean like you
4: know like it's uh like true empathy is something that almost No oh,
0: the, the, the true empathy thing that you described is no, exactly true empathy, what you did. No, true empathy in my opinion is something but that's you, what you actually did. can't do for most people. Like but most that's what people kind of did as best you could, right? Like from yeah, a distance. Well,
4: well I would argue that I did it goodly. <laughs>
0: but but that
4: but the yeah, most be,
0: but, but no but, but that
4: most people you can't I don't think you can actually be very empathetic with just a random stranger because what true empathy tends to look like in the form of actions doesn't tend to look like empathy or what most people would call empathy.
0: Mm. And that's always
4: been a big struggle of mine is it's like, wow, like everyone's always wanting to be empathetic, but like what I actually consider empathy is not empathetic at all. Because what people actually want is they want respect. They want, you
0: know, they want this I, other thing. I would have argued that empathy is very important to me too, but I think that this definition of empathy of for lack of a better term, just how how deep are you willing to go for the person to get what they need to get, not what they want to get. Um which is what you said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man. Now
4: I I think that the like the level of respect that I try and get on with people is that like if I if they like if, if I try and get on a level of respect with people that if you called me because you killed someone, I would be willing to help you bury a body. And yeah. I mean that in the most like literal sense. Come on, dude, that's not a good friend.
0: Yeah, that's uh, probably let's pick a better analogy and delete that, maybe.
2: You'd willingly commit a crime out of blind loyalty to a friend.
4: Well, no, 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 no. There's obviously going to be more context to it. Maybe it wasn't a good analogy. But all I'm saying is yeah, that's the level is. I'm trying to get on with people. Yeah, yeah. all right, cool.
0: Um, now, I'm real, I'm going to realize the potential for hypocrisy uh, in this comment, but I do have to go.
2: <laughs> okay. But Austin, I don't want to give you the answer because the answer was given, but how? Oh. what can you do to make sure that that little voice in your head that might make meaning about John get extinguished in an effective and consistent manner for the rest of your life?
0: Write it down what do and you... communicate it back to John. How often? Every time it happens.
4: Yeah, just don't let things go
0: unsaid. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Because really, and and you can do do it it offline. And you can do it offline.
0: And you can can just plug in the
4: back of your head too. Like,
0: you'd be like, oh, of course. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. No, but you can call
2: John outside of the podcast. Yes. And I found when sometimes I would get intimidated, I would tell the person, It's like, hey, man, I'm kind of intimidated and somewhat scared of like, I don't know what was going to happen, but as long as you know, this matters to me. And then X. Damn. Yeah.
4: I, uh, Amber does that. Sometimes Amber, when he calls me, he'll be like, Hey, yo, I, I'm scared to have this conversation with you. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. i cause then it, it does kind of like, I, especially for someone like myself, it does actually kind of like, help me know that like, okay, I can, like, I should probably put away the weapons, you know, for that conversation, you know, like Trisha I does should that stop, too, right? I should
0: stop cleaning the guns on the kitchen table when I have guests.
4: <laughs> no, but Trisha does that. Like sometimes Trisha will just like, you know, be like, Hey, like, yeah. And
2: when we're just, saying scared, it's not like you're scared the person. It's sometimes I just make things mean so much that like, Oh dude, the, the, the relationship can end right here, right now, dude. Like I got to make it. And it's just, it's that, you know, and I'm just like, Hey John, just so you know, I
4: yeah. think it's worth saying though, you know, I think we've already kind of just lightly touched upon it, but it is worth mentioning though, Austin, that like, really, I really do feel like the main disrespect wasn't actually the same way that like, it was like, you know, the, like, um, it wasn't like I had um, just randomly snapped at the end of like, Hey, yo, can we just move on? Right. The same way that it wasn't like at the very end that you randomly like, dude, you're so disrespectful for you and myself. It had both started way earlier. Right. For me, yeah. it was started. It had started yeah, like you're, you're right. the 16th minute. I was already like, you know, <laughs> and for you it started right at the very beginning when you, when literally it was just that miscommunication at the abbreviating Of well, I thought you had directed the question towards me versus Gabe, but it, I think I think it's fair to say it was at that exact moment that you had felt this disrespect, and it was. But then you it went unsaid, right? But then, it, but I think it was carried into the podcast, right?
0: A hundred percent it was. But
4: then, but you have to understand though, like because what Amber was saying about how then you have this preconceived notion of someone, but then for the every anything I did afterwards was all seen as disrespectful. Yeah, 100%, John, right? John had like no chance. There was nothing, that, I had no chance. I had zero, there was a 0% chance of me saying anything, right? Like, the, Like the, but now in saying that though, I mean, I guess if I was, if, if I was smart enough, maybe I could have seen that. I don't know. I mean, maybe, I, you know, I didn't know about the communication, miscommunication, but the joke that I said, if you were in the right mood, might have been like, okay, John, like, look it. Just fucking shut the fuck up for a second. Let me let me finish this conversation with Gabe. I would have been like, okay, fair enough, right? And I, yeah. and I wouldn't have even taken offense to that. I'd be like, okay, I'll shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right? The stars really align. But then the joke out. was like, like the, like the it was like literally the, like, like, it was like the dynamite that just exploded. And you're like, you know, like, it was like, there's no way, I know there was no chance of me ever surviving that scenario. It was just, you know?
2: Yeah. 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 There's another angle to this, Austin, that I've experienced that maybe I'll speak for myself. It could be present for you. Is that because it's also a podcast and there's people listening, whenever I'm mm. on the, I'm also in this conversation, mm. I get a huge flare up. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like somebody could be listening to this who might buy my course, who might want to work with me, and I'm starting to look bad. Fuck you, John. You're making me look bad. And, but it but it's really
0: it's not. You know it's, what? It's yeah, so no, I would.
4: That pre- that's just not present in me whatsoever, as you guys probably know. But I never, I never occurred that that might have been present in you. All. I didn't even think it. Was no, happening.
0: so funny enough, I would say like maybe the first year or two we did the podcast, it was certainly something I thought about. But just based on the nature of shit we brought up on this podcast, like all the good and you know yeah. fails and wins we've done, like I started this off by the saying, like guys, tell me where I went wrong. Like I'm willing to just mm. like I, I wanted to know. I, yeah. john telling me that i need to shut the fuck up well that's what, how i heard it by the way it's not what you said but no, I, john well, no, telling me i should I, move and on and
4: it, and it was a pol- that was me actually trying to be politely say yeah exactly so, no, you're not wrong so you're so like, john yeah.
0: actually telling me to shut the fuck yeah. up uh wasn't because people are listening it was literally just personal no no, <laughs> <laughs> personal. no, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, I what i do see how that would well, be. You know? no no There's for another sure another angle there but it's like no you're right and, and that is something that you know, but that's the mindfulness in a different setting. It's like, well, if someone, if John said that to me in front of like a group of other people, like a specific group of people, I would certainly have had that reaction for sure. Um,
2: but, it's, but that's because, what the mindfulness is. It's like, sometimes we can forget these things about each other. and We have to be responsible about
4: that. You know, there is also this, this thing too, like about the right and wrong thing. Right. And it's like, you know, I think one of the reasons why I don't like the whole right, wrong, you know, angle of sometimes these conversations take is that like who the fuck are we to say what's right and wrong like like i nobody said right or wrong mm, no i was said multiple times yeah it was you mean like during our back and uh, forth well specifically austin yes (laughs) yeah um but, but no, oh. but sorry, but right, no, but hold on, disrespectful is a form of wrong. Sorry. I just oh. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like there's, there's a lot of language that falls in the right wrong category. I'm not saying the exact words of you're right, you're wrong, but I'm saying okay, there's okay. a lot of language people use sure. that does indicate right and wrong, right? I think we can agree on that. Mm-hmm. It, is that I'm just, the way that I, I, another way that you have to just, I can, so I can help you see how I actually see things is that, is that there's trade-offs to things. So it's like like, I'm not like. Like there's, there's, there's certain things that you might be doing that might have some sort of benefit to it. Right. Um, in the, in the same way that I, I, I act a certain way and I realize that there's maybe things that I'm foregoing to have something else. Right. And so I don't like the whole right, wrong thing is because it's like, sometimes you can definitively say, Hey, like this, this was like, this is, you know, there is right and wrong, but there's so much that falls into the, the gray area in the middle that, What if someone's just implementing a strategy that has trade-offs that you're unaware of, right? What? What does that mean? Well, like how how someone runs their business, one person might say that's completely wrong, right? When in in reality, what if they're just implementing something that you just don't know the upside to?
2: Yeah, it's like what you told me about like me and my mom, different strategy, different board game.
4: Yeah, no, yeah, because like sometimes people will be like, "Oh, you're wrong." It's like, yeah, but fair enough. Like, I, I, because I, all the time someone will be like, "This, John, you're wrong in this way," and I'm like, "Yup." And they're like, "Well, well then that's why do you stop what, doing it?" That, yeah, no, that's... I know, but then, but then, but then, then but then, in the back of my mind, I'm like, "Yeah, but what about where I'm right about the situation? Like, what about?" You know what about the upside of the situation? Like, I, I like so many times people focus about like, oh, John, you're an <laughs> asshole. I'm like, yeah, but what am I gaining by being an asshole? So like, you know, what, right, you <laughs> yeah, know like,
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You
4: know what I'm saying though? Like, that's why I, I don't judge people for that kind of thing, right? Because now, in saying that though, there is sometimes where someone is doing something where you're like, yo, the downside here I think is way more than the upside, right? But I, I'm realizing that that's not really a good way of operating. Because sometimes I'll call people out on things, and then, um. It's too much on the downside. Like I, I should maybe try and be a bit more fair. Yes. Like,
2: like that like, 9.30 like, thing? Why on earth would I would I risk anything there in terms of, yeah, you got it. Exactly.
0: I really have to there's, go. There's more downside up than hours. upside
2: on the 9.30 thing.
0: I got to be oh, up yeah, in yeah, seven yeah. hours. I got to go.
4: Okay. Boys. We
2: on did.
0: Austin
4: or Amher, if you want to stay on for like three minutes, I just got to read this to you. All right, I'll
2: start a timer right now, and then Austin, if he doesn't fulfill the three minutes, I'm calling you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, it's good night. It's, it's, it's yeah, good night, Austin. Good night, Gabe. Bye guys. Nah, dude, okay. I'm I'm hanging out here.
4: Um. Okay. So this is uh by John Brooks, what an autobiography it? of American business. He's um he's an author, uh, business author. Um um wrote for I think the Wall Street Journal or something like that. Anyway, uh this book is written in 1974. Yeah. Okay. And uh this exact text is from 19...
2: in the uh, 70s were in, in 74 was there inflation happening?
4: Uh not. Or was that the 80s? 73 was the crash. Hmm. Um seventy three. This would have been the year that Geico uh almost went bankrupt. So 73, 74, right around this time when this book was written. That podcast
2: you sent me, does that include the 74 Geico?
4: It's in there, yeah. Oh, that that sounded familiar. All right, cool. Okay. Um, So this is uh, written by – so John Brooks wrote a book, edited it, and it's a collection of, uh, I guess, letters from people from, like, the 1800s, the early 1900s, okay? Mm-hmm. And so, this is from Bernard Bernouk or yeah, Baruch. And who is that? And uh, um, he was a Wall Street kind of like, well, you'll see if he's a speculator or not. So, anyway, oh. this, this, is, this is excellent. This is excellent. Wait,
2: this is a cool book. So, it's a guy who took letters 100 years ago that he's compiled together.
4: Kinda In a way like... that he, John, all of John Brooks' works that way because all of John Brooks' books work that way. That's very Where cool. he, um, He'll t- Most of his books typically work that way. I, I shouldn't say all. There's a few that don't, but they typically work in a way that like the chat, like I, I like John Brooks because when you read one of his chapters, you, every time you get to the end of it, you're like, oh, okay. I think I get it now, right? Like, like mm. it's not inherently, like it's not inherently clear what he wanted you to get out of it. Mm. And and you might come to a conclusion. You're like, is that what he wanted me to get out of it though? You're like, I don't care. That's what mm. I'm going to get out of it. So here's, here's. Cool. Here's what I got out of this. Even if it could be done, and it cannot, we would be foolish to try and stamp out the willingness in man to buck seemingly hopeless odds. What we can try to do, perhaps, is to come to a better understanding of how to reduce the element of risk in whatever we undertake. Or put another way, and this applies to governmental affairs, as well as money-making, our problem is to is how to remain properly venturesome and experimental without making fools of ourselves as i have already pointed out the true speculator is one who observes the future and acts before it occurs the true speculator is one who observes the future and acts before it occurs like a surgeon He must be able to search through a mass of complex and contradictory details to the significant facts. Then, still like a surgeon, he must be able to operate coldly, clearly, and skillfully on the basis of those facts before him. What makes this task of fact-finding so difficult in business is that the facts of any situation come to us through a curtain of human emotions. What drives the prices of stocks up or down is not impersonal economic forces or changing events, but the human reactions to these happenings. The constant problem of the speculator or analyst is how to disentangle the cold, hard economic facts from the rather warm feelings of the people dealing with these facts. Few things are more difficult to do. The main obstacle lies in disentangling ourselves from our own emotions. So I just want to really speak on the brilliance of this. So first, he basically starts off with saying, look, even if it could be done, which it can't, okay, avoid this folly. You, you, you can't stop people from wanting to do what's seemingly uh, impossible. But what we can do, so again, focus on what you can control, is limiting the downside and then he basically says well how do you limit the downside well you have to understand the actual facts at play okay and he said you have to disentangle those from the human emotions yeah so you basically said hey most people are focusing on the things that they can't control which is other people and human emotions etc what you need to do is focus on the actual economics to focus on the actual facts right And then he but the last line is actually maybe the most brilliant part, because he says the main obstacle lies in disentangling ourselves from our own emotions. And I like that he ends that way, because it basically says, look, at ultimately, the main thing that you need to focus on is yourself. You can't control the emotions of other people. So it's not. So it's like, look, you need to find the facts. You need to realize that how other people's emotions are playing into them or that they are playing into them. And then you need to disentangle yourself from those emotions and then just focus on the facts. Fucking love this. This is like amazing. And there's like, there's almost a bit of a stoicism in there where he says, um, uh, why
2: is this so fascinating to you? You've already told me this stuff like two years ago when I was questioning about Smith and Wesson, I've asked you certain lines of questions where this was literally your answer. And you cited Mr. Money Market uh, chapter eight. Of the invent- yeah, but investor.
4: I think what interests me so much about this one in particular is how early on it is um, oh. in, in yeah, in Wall Street, um, but also the way that he that he he presents it. It's like this is one paragraph.
2: No, it's, it's my, very nice. Yeah,
4: it is. Yeah, every sentence is great. But I like this one too. the true speculator is one who observes the future and acts before it occurs. If you linger on that one long enough, you realize how powerful that statement is.
2: Uh, yeah, that's the one that actually confused me the most because how can you tell the future? Well, he observes the future and acts before it o- before it occurs. But how can one observe the future?
4: Speculate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what he means. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then uh, because he kind of says here like the other one that's so nice too is that um what drives stock prices up or down is not impersonal uh, economic forces but or changing events, but the human reactions that happening. So basically, yeah, you know, the, the stoicism in that is of course it's not it's not events that harm us, but rather our judgments of them that do. Yeah, you know, and it's not, um, uh, it's you know, it's it's not economic factors that sway, the, you know, the, the value of a company or whatever. It's, yeah. it's people's emotions of them, right? So, you,
2: you know QuiverQuant, the website?
4: Mm, no, I don't think so. Anyways, I think it's I've like have of it, but...
2: yeah, They do, like, stock analysis. You can track private jets flying around. I mentioned this last oh, time. Oh, yeah, okay. You told me about this. But yeah, yeah. they have another feature where they basically take this idea and monetize it, where you can Momentum. pay a specific fee. No, no, no. You pay a specific fee. And it can analyze people's emotions, whether they're like bullish or bearish, whether they're scared or optimistic, based on the tonality of the words used on the Reddit thread R/ wall Street bets. So that website plays towards the speculator a lot. like speculators, that's speculator heaven. But they give them a tool which is like, hey, it's not the events that matter, but how people react to them for an additional X amount per month. We can give you the feelings of this board on Reddit that's like known to like house a lot of the speculators. So you can speculate against the speculators and it'll
4: tell you it's crazy. Yeah, it's hilarious. Well. It's interesting. You are right, though. I mean, it is definitely a repetition um, of similar ideas. No, but I like ideas. that
2: because because it reveals a principle. When you see pattern like wisdom, it re- it reveals. I feel, in my opinion, a principle. Well,
4: what's also, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't, we don't have time to for me to give a whole history on Bernard Baruch, but he was sort his portrayal in a lot of ways is of a Wall Street speculator. Yeah. Yet, I mean, that paragraph is one of. I mean, I think he wrote that before Benjamin Graham. So I mean, yeah, yeah. He didn't have the virtue of hindsight. I mean, there's a lot of people. Who, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, maybe he got it from someone else, but it's very well articulated. Yeah, yeah. That was gold, man. Thanks for sharing.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, what do you? Oh, uh, uh, feel good. Any anything you want to just quickly share, anything like that, anything on your mind? Hmm.
2: No, I feel pretty complete. I was, I was very glad you and Austin had that convo. Yeah. Yeah. And, um,
4: do you think you felt like the, it was like escalating to that point? Like you feel like it was like a necessary conversation? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: For sure. For sure. I was sitting there and I was like ready to moderate like we usually do,
4: Mm. but, um, I wanted you guys to develop that tool to be able to cross that bridge it it didn't yeah i I definitely at times i feel like it might have got off the rails there but yeah no kind of but that's
2: okay like it's kind of like your your kid like you want to scrape it's okay for them to scrape their knee a little bit that was kind of like my my mental frame it's like yeah
4: yeah. i think the only part of it that i actually like genuinely regret was when i snapped at uh um yeah Yeah, that was that was the only part where i didn't actually feel like i was in control of myself that was Yeah. yeah for some reason i yeah you can just give, was, him a, that, give him a
2: call. You know, you could probably maybe just apologize there.
4: I did on the podcast. Yeah.
2: Um. I, if I were you, which I'm not, but if I were you, I would call him just to do a double check. Just knowing Gabe, knowing you didn't get a chance to one-on-one have a back and forth. It was kind of one-sided. So I'd do a little check-in. That's fair what point. I would do. You also, might not. But again, like my the thermometer to come back at me. Like if yeah. I would like, I think me and Trisha would maybe tap you yeah, on the shoulder. It's like maybe just check in. But like, that's what I would do. But if you feel pretty secure about that, I mean, that's that's okay as well. But that's what I would personally do.
4: No, I yeah, fair play, yeah, fair play. But I mean, other than that part, I felt pretty good about the conversation. Yeah, yeah. but it's interesting though. Like I, I, um... I really
2: admired you calling yourself out on that too, because I was What's like, that? whoa, <laughs> it's just like when you said that, I was like, whoa, and then and then you're like, okay, that was kind of. No.
4: Well, yeah, and, and I mean, I guess the the less aggressive way of saying is, like, hey, Gabe, like, basically, the thing is, is that, like, I understand that, you know, you feel like you were, you know, uh, robbed of, you know, whatever thing. But ultimately, like, that's not even your role in this podcast. Like, you know, you're not, like, you, you, you shouldn't have expectations of having any sort of meaningful conversation on the podcast. Like, that's you're not entitled to that in any sort of way, you know.
2: Yeah, I see what you mean, yeah.
4: Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's where I was coming from, where it's like, hey, Gabe, like, it's not really your place to even like, sure, feel sure. that type of way, you know?
2: Yeah. yeah. And and I kind of wrote this down. I think there's um, a couple of interesting topics. One of them I wrote down was efficiency versus politeness. And then the second one is selflessness or empathy versus setting boundaries. Um, I think what you did there was you set boundaries, although kind of like aggressively or less tactfully, but it was necessary, but it it wasn't but like sometimes setting boundaries means maybe this. Well, if anything, so I was like, actually
4: reestablishing boundaries. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, in, in a fairly aggressive way. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. Uh, just out of curiosity, because I I wanted to check in with you. Did you notice me trying to nudge the conversation away from that at all?
2: Um, like once, once or twice.
4: Okay. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, you know, I'm not expecting to notice, it. but but you did, but you did notice. There that was, I was there was to something. Get out of, okay, okay. Yeah. I just I was curious to see if like if I was actually um just not strong enough about those, you know? Um, but yeah, definitely. Um,
2: yeah. We can't mind read. Those could have been done better for sure. Yeah. That would be my, yeah. My yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I kind of figured
4: that. that. Um, yeah. Re-establishing boundaries and, and certainly, but you know, it, but also, you know, um, uh, you know, hats off to Austin as well, because, you know, in the sense that, that was probably him also establishing some boundaries as far as how he'd like me to communicate to him too. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. And you know, I, you know, I always respect when people are willing to kind of get into the pit with me because, you know, I definitely am like a pretty, um, like, you know, callous, like you guys said, you know what I mean? Uh, which there is some downside. I mean, one, one, so one of the downsides to that, I guess, just so listeners can understand. So, um, one of the downsides to that is that you may not receive feedback from people. Yes. It becomes intimidating. Um, yes. Correct. Yeah. That's one major down back, downside. So then you have to then get really good at then seeking the feedback. So rather than people wanting to give you feedback, you have to get really good at seeking it out. Yes. Um, so that's really critical. Um, and then uh, another downside is that um, if you're uh if you're too aggressive too early, you can actually push people away that would have been very yes. good for you in your life um, merely because they didn't have enough time to really um, get to know you, you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I agree. I guess, yeah.
2: Yeah, I have nothing to add.
4: What was the first one that you said, though? It was uh, politeness versus efficiency.
2: Efficiency. Efficiency.
4: Yeah, no, it's it's interesting.
2: It's a funny one, right? It's very interesting.
4: Well, um, like on initial calls, you can't be efficient. You have to be polite, right? Uh, During a sales call, you have to be mostly polite with a slight amount of efficiency. Like, of course... Sometimes an like, old man wants to like tell you his whole life story, and you have to like kind of like yeah. be somewhat efficiently polite of being like, "Hey, you know, like I don't mean to be rude, but I just, you know, um, you know, yes. I, you know, I got to leave in, you know, ten minutes. You know, I, I'll keep listening to, you know, i I'm, I, you know, because you typically I am actually interested in what they're saying too. Like, hey, I'm interested in what you're saying. I don't want to like cut this off early, but I do have to go in ten minutes. Like, if we, you know, just kind of maybe wrap that, you know. Um, but then yeah, But do you do do you understand where I was coming from with efficiency thing? Though? Like, I love moving quick in conversations. You know, um, yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. But I'm forcing that upon other people. Right. And that's, that's, that's where the friction is. Yeah. 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 And I think it's only, but, but I think it's, it's mostly present. uh, I think it's less of an issue with most people because most people move at, like, I would say like a, what I would consider a fairly acceptable pace or a pace that when they're speaking, I'm like, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Like I, I, I'm following what you're saying. And there's, you know, but then there's a certain pace and that I think that's where Austin and I are just like for, you know, if there's like a super slow and super quick, you know, like Yeah. So I, I've done a lot of thinking about
2: this Yeah. Yeah. and and I've actually come to the conclusion that a lot of the time when I am, because I'm in a position of coaching, I have to implement a very patient and slow process of explaining some things. Not because the other person doesn't get it, but maybe they get it 90%.
4: Yeah. Okay.
2: And because it makes sense, they're in a new environment, new role. So I'm spending a lot of my time working with people and contractors or like new hires, But then when I jump to you, I have to like be mindful of turning up the speed because you already have such an extensive amount of context. I might only need to say three words for you to understand what would take me three paragraphs to explain to somebody else. So that's something I I have to like. I like to get
4: there quick because that's where that's where because I'm not trying to be brash or like disrespectful to Austin. But sometimes I'm like, "Yo, Austin, like I'm there, you know, I guess. But I guess one thing that I am missing, though. Is that it is a podcast as well, right? So. Yeah. I I suppose that is a blind spot of mine to some degree. Although in saying that, though, I mean, do we want to make the podcast about listeners or about us? And then I guess that, you know, kind of gets into a whole nother kind of maybe conversation. But yeah, I guess because I might be cutting someone off short when someone else is like, no, no, no. Hold on. I needed that. You know, so there's also that going on too, right? Yes.
2: I actually wanted some closure. I think it was, it was beautiful. Like Austin wanted the game <laughs> yeah, to acknowledge okay, sure and then he was just about to close the loop. But I know that the loop is being closed because from my coaching style and how I was coached when Austin was acknowledging the impact for me, mm-hmm. that was a no brainer of an indication to an end to a conversation where you mm-hmm. didn't have that context.
4: Mm-hmm. But
2: to me, that's like yeah. a no-brainer. The no brainer. No, I might've been there.
4: blinded. I might've been blinded by my slight impatience there for sure yeah no noted there yeah no that's a good point actually that i did yeah the loop being closed i I could see why they both felt like that was important i, I actually I, I can see that now more for sure yeah yeah yeah
2: i was gonna say something if it wasn't for awesome like yo man like just they were at the end there um i was like yo there's like two two sentences
4: away um, you No, know, it is it is interesting point though because like you know and um like yeah. And no, I get that is the context thing that when you said that the context the three words that actually landed for me, cause like, um, yeah, interesting. No, but like, it's
2: important. It's like when you're. No, like, no, no. I get it
4: completely. Like, I mean, okay, where, where my mind went with that is like, so like I um, there's like this insurance company that I've been like studying a lot. Right. And so I went back to 1999 and I've read every single annual report since. Right. But the first like four to five annual reports took me like quite a while. You know, each one took me like about an hour or so. Right. But then, you know, like by the time I got to like 2004, 2008, you know, 2015, I was ripping through those things in like 20, 30 minutes because there was so much like rather than me having to like look at this thing and then, and then have to look up the definition or, yes. you know, like seek further clarification or there was like paragraphs I could just leap over by the time yes. I got to the third, even third annual report. Cause I don't need to read what the company does the yes. fourth fucking you know yes you know and you can skim through it to see if there's any differences or if they added anything or whatever you know if they new operations or whatever but 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 so I guess that's where but then I guess that but that also begs the question too you know like this podcast you know we can't really give infinite context there almost ha- there almost has to be somewhat of an underlying assumption that you've listened to a lot of our content previously I mean like I definitely don't think our podcast is good for people that randomly pick it up and oh, maybe that's uh, why but no, but maybe that's why we don't get a lot of new listeners is because if you were to just jump in randomly, I don't know if you would enjoy our podcast. I, I've
2: met a couple of new listeners. I met, um, I met some people and they're like, oh dude, I'm catching up. It's never like, oh, this last episode was good. It's always, oh, I'm just catching up. I'm here.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Because like, they listen say, in. Like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, dude, yeah.
2: what are they talking about with yeah, sales because... reps? It's like i I'm trying to yeah. learn how to doorknob. Dude.
4: No, no. Yeah. I almost feel like, you know, like, you know, five years from now, like, you know, and, and, you know, there is something to be said about, the. you know, we've talked about this before about the podcast and like, I really do think that it'll actually be fairly, um, I think it's gonna be really interesting a few years from now, like as we get wealthier and achieve more status and things like that, that, or fail. Um, yep. I mean, it would be interesting if we failed in the sense that there'd be some lessons there. Yeah, um, yeah. So. But I, I'm very confident in what I'm doing. Um, so am I. Yeah. And yeah.
2: And there could be blind spots in no, this no, there group is. think. Um, <laughs> there, no,
4: there definitely. Well, uh, there there could be some. There definitely could be some group think. But um, there definitely is the possibility for blind spots. There always is. Um, That's all I'm saying. I'm saying there's a highly likelihood. And I'm no, sure. but but that would also be interesting too. Uh, yes. Exactly. There, yeah, there'll be lessons regardless whether it's win or fail. Um, there's gonna be lessons, but I think really though, like if you if you really consider it though, you know, if someone's like, man, I want to become a millionaire, right? Well, you know, give it, you know, at least a few years for for all of us to get there, right? That you can go like li- quite literally anybody that I mean really anyone in the world that has access to Spotify could listen to years of podcasts succinctly and they would have a roadmap. They would have a, com- a very yes. clear way of doing it. And they'd even have an a, a, more or less actually three fairly distinct paths. I mean, I know that they, they may seem similar yes, if you're close to it, but from a, I think they actually are – fairly. sorry, they may seem similar if you're a distance, but up close, they're actually very distinct paths. Yes. So they are right. very different, what we're doing, like how, like, how each of us actually are – earning our net worth is very different actually very much different yes um yeah which I think we should
2: be pr- that's why we should be prudent and slow with how we choose to invest the money because I think the, the the brunt of it should be in the, the the money in the in the podcast that we should use a lot of that to archive transcribe and organize the information first and then we can start perhaps marketing or anything like that
1: yeah, definitely. Let's
2: first do something impressive. I feel like we're doing good, but it's like
4: Yeah, no, for I'm not sure. I mean, we're definitely no, oh no, for sure. We're definitely we're definitely um I was saying that to Brady actually today. I was saying that um you know we're we're close. Or or far. I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't know. Paranoia, yeah. man. I gotta be a little paranoid. No, I mean, I, obviously, I mean, I, I focus on downside risk too, but okay. Cool. Um, um, I dropped
2: my meeple before you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: well, no, but but it's uh, an inside joke to me and John. I'm sorry. No, but like, I'll give you an example, though. Like, you know, um, like there's always things that you can be unaware of, right? Mm-hmm. But um, and I'm just gonna check in with you. Do you got like three, four minutes?
2: Um, I I do.
4: I am just uncomfortable
2: and have to use the bathroom, so just keep that in mind. But yeah,
4: no, I, I'll make this quick. I mean, this is literally a yep. three-minute thing. This is not going to turn into some long thing. I'm not going to give you the thesis on the company. I'm just going to give you. I'm going to give you a background of just the work that I put in. Right. Um. There was a version of me that would have just been like, oh, like there's this insurance company and it looks fairly cheap from the distance, and you know, I can I can look at the math and and it probably would have checked out and it probably would have worked out fine, but it would have worked <laughs> out for all the wrong reasons, right? Um. But that's not what I did. I mean, I, I literally, you know, I printed off. You've been reading it since Nashville. Yeah, exactly. Right. But, but, um, you know, I've kind of taken my time with it a little bit, but I mean, I've read every single annual report since 1999 and I've taken a way of understanding it. I've approached literature with Warren Buffett of how he would value an insurance company and kind of things like that. Because I, I came to my own conclusions of how I would value it. And then I approached how Warren Buffett would value it, kind of some other respectable people that I like you know, and kind of looked at those different angles and things like that and got a really good understanding of the, incredible understanding of the business, really, right? Um, and that gives me peace of mind, right? Yeah. Like, so, like, good. I know what you mean by the whole blind spot thing. Um, and that- It can sometimes know, like,
2: be irrational, though. I do I, yeah, I mean, you know that by yeah. myself.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, like, because I was going to say on the flip side like, I was going to say, like, you know, you know, it's funny that I'm always telling someone to be a little bit more risky because- I know, I know. Um, you know, because I I feel like I'm always telling people to like, yo, slow it down, less risk, less risk, right? But, yeah, I think that you might that might that might be that insecurity at play, and that's a whole one hundred percent. This is yeah. an
2: active conversation between me and Patrick, where sometimes I am irrationally cautious, um, and and sometimes he can be too optimistic, and I think we compliment each other beautifully. So I am I'm well aware of this. I have received this feedback.
4: You're just that Charlie Munger type. I'm just like.
2: Although uh, I consider
4: myself the Charlie Munger <laughs> type, <laughs> what the fuck does that make you? <laughs> no, 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 no. But no. irrational.
2: I think I think, no. it, I think oh, there's yeah. some irrationality. I, I understand that this is just like emotion that's being introduced. Hence why I and I think I've gotten ext- like way better at it over the years. But I, it's why I've still put. I haven't fully invested in, in the stock market yet. I choose to invest in something that I have complete 360 knowledge of, which is my business but like which is on that's
4: actually perfectly logical though i mean that's no i know okay i I
2: appreciate that but one of the reasons of of not doing that earlier now it's because of the business but before that is because no there's a
4: lot of folly available there's a lot of folly available in the markets like no endless amounts yeah and i I would be the type of guy no but i would would be refreshing
2: every day looking at the stock price like that because i did i sometimes would yeah man that's
4: yeah. That's worth mentioning too, actually. Yeah.
2: But uh, yeah, I mean, this was a lot of fun. I enjoyed every minute of it. I know you had to go an hour and 15, but this was worth it. So.
4: Uh, can I finish on one last thing? Yes. I could only tell you what the last price was for all of the companies that I own, but I I, I couldn't tell you what the current price is for any of them.
2: Good. And I hope you don't tell me for another two quarters.
4: <laughs> no no no, no. I, I wouldn't want to know for not, i, I would, I'd want to know like at the end of a quarter or something like that you know? okay, i'm okay. not that disciplined okay I, I i can't i can't go like a year without checking like it's you know i just did <laughs> a hole in my fucking mind no. no i can usually get about like two three months yeah that's good one quarter yeah i can well i haven't gone a full quarter yet though the longest i've had is this is this session right now which i haven't checked in about two months
2: nice that's good yeah
4: that's very impressive yeah check as in like consciously logged in like look, look at the price
2: i know yeah 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 that's some next level shit dude i acknowledge you for that that's cool
4: it's kind of like because you, like you said you said you were kinda like trying owning to owning a business that. though it's kind of yeah. like owning a business though because i like, you know like i don't get daily quotes on my pro works painting business yeah
2: i love when buffett says that yeah that's a good one
4: it does stick though. Okay, man. I'll let you go to the washroom.
0: Yeah.
2: thank you so much, hey, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. John.
0: As usual, you can find us on Instagram at The Weekly Call Pod or through email at TheWeeklyCallPod at gmail.com for any questions or comments about any of our material. And just to kind of pick our brain or even challenge us on a few things we said today. The intro and outro music was brought to you today by William Scott Thompson. You can find him on Spotify under that name. He has a lot of other great material on there that you can go listen to as well. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, guys. We'll see you soon we